This is Ham Radio, fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? Why? Because we can. Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Ham Radio. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? Good evening. What My it is. God. What it is, what it was, what it ever will be. I know it's good to be back. Damn oh, right. We, it we is missed the, you, man. Yeah, we really yeah, missed. missed y'all, too. Damn which right. is scary shit. It is some scary <laughs> shit. <laughs> These are the first white people he's ever considered missing. <laughs> yeah. And it's us. It is the Hammer Radio Show, the Uncrowned Kings of Reality Radio, live for your listening pleasure on internet radio stations across the world. 
1389, part of the Unfiltered Radio Network. A good evening, everybody. Ew. Chin chin, motherfuckers. I have whiskey. Mm. You're getting very mm. nice in here. Uh, it's not bad gosh. at all. It's not bad at all. Straight whiskey. Straight whiskey on the rocks. Mm. Very nice. You remember you are driving me home. Hey, you, you shut up, a, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> if a boy wants to drink with his friends... I'm going to have to hitch a ride with Billy. Hey, Billy! Can't walk on one leg. <laughs> Look, he's driving Miss Daisy. What do you mean you can't walk on one leg? <laughs> yeah, you can. I'm going to skip to my loo. See, you could probably drink three of those and wouldn't feel shit. I don't feel shit. It takes so much for me. I I drink a a couple of sips of that shit and I'd be fucked up. I was just telling Amanda that the other day. We were talking about getting, like, when you know, like when you're out? Yeah. And you you feel like this obligation to drink? To drink because Mm -hmm. everyone else is drinking and it's like a party. Yeah, that's one of my favorite obligations. Sociable drinking. Yeah. No, but you feel like you have to You feel like you have to drink and it's like you don't really have to drink every time. No one really cares if you're drinking. Oh, no, they do. No, they don't. They do. No, they don't. They don't trust you if you don't drink. The only one that cares is the bartender. That's right. What am I hearing? The guy dealing drugs around the corner. Other than that, no. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Everyone be quiet. Yeah, it's Joe's phone. Oh, why do I shut up? Yet again. <laughs> you motherfucker. Well, you know. Turn your fucking volume I off your phone. I try to be as professional as I can. Well, that's as good and as that's it, it That's as best as you got. <laughs> that's it, yeah. the be- I've been drinking, and I still could hear it in the background. I'm like, why do I, I hear know, Billy talking when he doesn't talk on the show well, normally? I At least what? you're not yeah. hearing things. Mm. Yeah. Like that drink was making you hear things. <laughs> no, it's going to make me see shit later when I'm driving you home. We're going to see the cops pull us over, and I'm going to get away, and you're not, because you're black. Don't worry, you're drinking. Oh, look at that shit. If a cop ever pulls you over and tells you like to walk the line and stuff like that, the first thing you have to tell is, hey, man, I got vertigo. <laughs> you know, you got vertigo because you've been drinking, sir. No, no, you tell them I don't know. I have vertigo. I, I, I carry around a little pad with a prescription on it. Or something. You tell them what Richard Price says. So right? I'll, I'll walk it if you let the drunk motherfucker next to me draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, so basically, according to Joe, yeah. Not only, not only do I have to, uh, you know, if I'm drunk, yeah. Tell the cop I have vertigo, yeah. But I also have to somehow steal a pad, a prescription pad from a yeah, doctor. That's right. And make sure I have a, 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 literally a prescription in yeah. my pocket that says, yeah. this motherfucker got vertigo. You have to be prepared. Yeah. You know, maybe have some Wait. vertical medication. He'll probably tell you you shouldn't be driving if you have vertigo. No right. shit. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a point. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to get home from the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just found oh, you out. just went? He just yeah. told me. I got it. Yeah. At two in the morning, <laughs> yeah. you just went? Yeah. Look, officer. Twenty-four he, hour care. Yeah. Officer, <laughs> I, listen. I was in the liquor store when the doctor called me. That's right. You just happened to be standing there yeah. buying a little bottle of green. What was I supposed <laughs> to do? Not buy the bottle, sir? That's that right. would be wrong. Yeah. And I would just like to tell you, officer, you're very pretty. Wrong? That would be rude. Thank you. <laughs> could just be worse. Tell, just tell him you didn't know you were supposed to do it. It could be worse. You could be like Mel Gibson and call yeah, him Angel Tits. <laughs> hey, Angel Tits, listen. Who's Angel Tits? You don't remember when, 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 no, when Mel Gibson got pulled over? Yeah. 
And he got put, remember when he went on the whole rant about the Jews? And he called her angel tits? Yeah, he called, he literally called the cop, look, angel tits. Cause it was a, it was a, a female cop. Oh. Wow. And he said, look, angel tits. You know the Jews started all the wars, right? <laughs> Talk about and then the cop just sped right? off. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Did he get fined for that? Yeah, he can find, Joe. Passengers will please fasten their seatbelts. See, he hasn't worked since. No, not what? No, Mel Gibson can do anything he wants. He's, uh, That's what he thought. Yeah. No, no he, much. There, he No, is. he only... No, shut up, Joe, because yet again, no facts are coming out of your mouth. You're no, just rambling. He, he can make any movie he wants. No, he cannot make any movie he, he wants. He finances them himself. He's no, he movie. didn't. No, what he, he only did... did no. Passenger he, Christ. He, wait, finances. hold on. Hold on. One fucking wrong phrase at a time. He Passenger Christ was not after... That was before the the drunken debacle with the Jews. Mm-hmm. Second off, he only made one movie and he directed after that that got any form of acclaim, and that was Heartbreak Ridge, which was the movie about the guy that was the um, the one with Andrew Garfield in it, and he was yeah, the... Yeah, was a good movie. Uh, what was it? The, the, Are you what's sure that, that was term? Heartbreak Ridge? Heartburg, heartburn Ridge? I don't know what the fuck. It's no, something heart, right. something Ridge. Heartbreak, yeah. It was yeah. Heartbreak something. Look up the movie, motherfucker. I, well. Uh, wait, wait, well, excuse me. Only why thing, would, hold on. Why would my producer want to look something up? Hold on. Give me a second. Well, the I'll, only thing I'll I... will ask Ms. Know-It-All if you the want. The only thing I commented on wasn't when shit ha- I was just commenting on the fact that he um, had to pay for Passion of the Christ. Well, he paid for Passion of the Christ. Right. He also paid a little yeah. bit for Braveheart, if I'm not Yeah, because then the but Hollywood Har- wouldn't fit Har- the rest Ridge? of the What was it? Heartbreak Ridge was the fucking... Was the one with Eastwood. Eastwood, yeah. yeah. So what's this one? Heart what? I, I don't know. I can't right, find hold it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Well, ask me know it all, because my producer, my producer is too busy drinking water and not doing that. Hold on, we also have a phone call. It's the Hammer Radio Show. Who's on the phone? Mel yes, hello, Mel Gibson. How can I help you? Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. That's what I said. That was the one starring Hacksaw Jim Dugan. Yeah, yeah never heard. Oh, you're not on the phone. Goodbye, asshole. Yeah. Goodbye. Boop. You're dead. Um, <laughs> never heard. It might have been Nick. <laughs> there was literally music playing in the background, but no one talking. I you, know, so I it, know. Was, it was annoying. All right, so what was it? Hacksaw Ridge? Hacksaw Ridge. All right, so Hacksaw Ridge was... was Heartbreak Ridge. No, Heartbreak Ridge was the one with Eastwood, which is... Billy's right, yeah. That was the good one. Yeah, that was the... Well, Heartbreak Ridge supposedly got critical acclaim. That's why Mel Gibson, they were like, oh, Mel Gibson's back! Ah, in the director chair. You made... He made a shit bunch of... He he played one where he played Santa. Look up the the movie Fat Man... Where he plays a gun-toting Santa. Was that him? That was him. He played, But that's the thing. That all was the after movies, all the bullshit? Oh, after, after all the bullshit. And all the movies he makes that star him now make no money. No. Right. They make absolutely no money. Because he because he's still tainted. It's also, he talked about the Jews. We never, we had the ex-wife on the show. You know, like, right right after, like literally right after. He also told, and I don't want to say this because Nick, uh, Nick, Rick is back in the studio, okay. but he also dropped an M-bomb about fucking getting Ooh. raped by a, a pack of black gentlemen, yeah. uh, when, when, when the wife, he was on the phone messages where he talked about, Going out and getting, I hope you get raped by a pack of <laughs> nice men, uh, as he referred to them. Where's that stuff come from, man? And I, that, I really, you know, that, well, that's pure because that's pure racial hatred. You are a racist cocksucker. Mm-hmm. Like I never once. That's I could gotta be, come from childhood. I could be mad at Rick all gotcha. I fucking want. Yeah. I would. I could be mad at Rick all I want for anything. Right. Mm-hmm. I would never go to that route. Mm-hmm. That's closeted racism yeah. inside your heart. 
pure evil fucking asshole racism. Because he hates the Jews, he hates the blacks. Uh, he told. He told. What's he like? I don't, himself, because he told the, he told the ex-wife that she should blow him. Be, the, the best line in the whole thing. Yeah. The best line in the whole. If you ever look up the Mel Gibson tapes, yeah. you should blow me before I get out of the hot tub. <laughs> best line in the whole fucking thing. So he's got more. It's movies. good to be the king. Yeah. Yeah. he's got more movies. Yeah. a movie named Panama. Another one called Boss Level. They came mm-hmm. out this year. Yeah, and nobody, oh, they are coming out. Anyone, please announce if you've seen any of these movies. No, I don't even. Exactly. I've never even heard of them. Exactly. Well, to be honest, with, with COVID, the whole movie business has been upside down. Are you going to blame this racist Jew? No, 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 not at all. Like his, uh, this is why I don't what tell. Is what this is why is. I don't tell racist yeah. jokes. You don't yeah. never really hear me telling a lot of racist yeah. jokes. No, you don't have good material. What do you want? No, not that. You say, I can say a lot of crazy. So shit, let one no. out. Let, no, I'm, I'm just. I'm just we'll, give it, we'll give you one free be about the whites. No, go ahead. No, no, I'm not going to go there. Knock, knock, that. who's there? Crack one cracker joke. Yeah, come give me, come on. on. We'll give you a knock, knock. Go ahead. Knock, knock, knock. I don't, I don't knock, have knock, knock. First of all, us white guys never hear a cracker joke. No one does with us. Knock, knock, who's there? <laughs> Lily, Lily who? Lily White. <laughs> That's all we got. Okay. There's nothing good. Say that again or I'll fuck you. Damn right. <laughs> Come on, Rick. You know you got some good ones laying in waste. No. Are you wait? Are you saying that you have jokes about the black man, Is the Puerto Rican? No, I'm asking because you said you, do you have white material? What do I, you have? I tell jokes as it comes. I, I, so I, I, something happens, then you know. Off top of my okay, head, I, over. Okay. I don't walk okay, around with over. white jokes in my back pocket. Right. Well, then you're not yeah. living oh. until you have white jokes oh. in your back pocket. It's the Hammerdale Show. Who's on my phone line? Yeah, hello. Uh, you've been drinking. Oh, yeah, I, I, have been, I have been drinking, Your Honor, and let me tell you, I'm going to get in the car now. Don't mind me. I, hey, 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 you know what? There's like a, this is the time I need to call you. This is Trevor the Drunk. Trevor, hey, Trevor. Look, from one drunk to another, Trevor the Drunk is going to help me with my sobriety. Isn't that some shit? I'm drinking some Johnny Walker Green. Blind, Thank you, Joe, by the, the way. Thank you. Joe went to the bar. Johnny Walker Green during the program. You are certainly welcome. Yay. Hey, 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 Eddie, you getting any pussy? I am getting pussy. I have a, I have a full stage, full on uh, girlfriend. Ooh. So I do get pussy. Yeah. And that's going to help. All right. Yeah. Oh, help keep his dick up. It's helped him tremendously. Yeah, yes. help keep his dick up. I have yeah. lost a considerable amount of weight. I have been eating well. I have yeah. been eating the pussy. I and been, you've become a nicer man. I've become a nicer man. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Yeah, I'm no, on the phone. You really have. I got to tell you, I love Amanda. I've never met Amanda. I absolutely love Amanda. Her. Is my heart. Amanda yeah. is my soul. Amanda is my 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 GPS. My girlfriend uh, right. positioning system. Yeah. Where she can find anything while we drive. She's one hell of a lady. I'm going to keep her around. And tonight he'll be hitting her with like the drunk Eddie, 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 I like yeah. you when you drink because you like, you're more like, you're like more on top of your game. Dude. I like you when you drink too. Okay. Jimmy, <laughs> do you do you have a beverage handy right now, sir? I, I'm at the bar right now. I'm drinking white Russian. Trevor, Ooh, Trevor, Trevor, put the bartender on. I want to order a drink. 
Santa Claus don't drink. Oh, no? Well, how come he's always falling down chimneys? <laughs> I'm, listening, I'm listening to Andy Gibbs shadow dancing. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> shadow dancing. I want to ask, because I want to ask this bartender. A 30-year-old song. Wait, I want to ask. Hold on. I want to ask the bartender, because I tried to drink over the weekend. Speaking of Amanda, we went to Brooklyn, and I tried to drink. I want to see if they can make it. Okay, hold on. Well, I got this girl with blue hair, okay? Let me see if I can get her. Hi, right, get her. Here. Hi, I'm Trevor. Hi, Trevor. Remember me? No. Oh, come on. Trevor's hey, picking up roads. Eddie, he's been drinking, that I'm drunk, too. Oh, good for you. Thank you. Her name's Eddie. Yeah. Eddie, what are you doing? Hey, baby, I've been drinking, and I'm hosting the radio program. What's your name, sweet tits? Yeah, Trevor's drunk, too. Good, What's good your name? You. My name is Mercy. Mercy. Have mercy, baby. Have mercy. Have mercy, baby. Mercy, when, when, when a guy goes down on you, do they, do they say, let me eat some of that mercy? Okay, whatever. Merci beaucoup. Hey, nobody can get a, a girl off the phone faster than that. That's it. That's I, it. I, 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 Eddie, you're, Eddie, you're being vulgar. You're being you vulgar. I look. I hold. Uh, All right. She said, I, "I just make the drinks." Look, Trevor has to go and throw up. <laughs> all right, Trevor. I'll talk hey, to you later. To your, hey, go back to your show, but don't sober up, all right? Oh, all right, sure. I won't. Thanks Ladies and gentlemen, course, round of applause, Trevor the drunk. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Trevor, buddy. Bye. Bye. Trevor the drunk. It's good to have an honest professor. Absolutely. Oh Trevor the Drunk, who's drinking on the West Coast yeah, and helping us out with our, uh, I guess, our Mel Gibson debacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have time to do Q&A of the day, Billy? Yeah, let's make it quick. No. Just like with as the women. As the intro. Damn right. Well, the Billy sped up the intro. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're not going to make these private jokes. Billy has a brand new intro that's supposedly laying in the weeds. Like, Ooh. laying in the weeds. Really? We did all this work behind it. I still don't see a brand new intro. Then Billy speeds up the intro that we normally do. Right. Make up your motherfucking minds. Have a new intro. He says on the way I'm, out. I'm trying. When, what, what, give me an ETA on our new intro. When do you, when do you think we'll have it by? Well, we'll start with the, the the new season that starts in September. We have a new season in September? Yeah, why not? Everybody else does. All right. So for the new well, fall we'll, season. We'll, we'll aim for the fall season new schedule right, thingy, so, Majiggy. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the new fall season, we will have a brand new intro. Perhaps. Okay. On the program, as per Billy, who's our producer. Totally brand new. Totally brand new. New intro, new sounds, new well, I shapes. I gotta tell you, I'm happy about this because I'm sick of shit. I'm sick of this boy. shit too, but Billy has all the pieces. Great suffering cat. It's not my fucking full Billy. You like the Cosby Show, have a new one every year. A new one. Yeah. And just like the Cosby yeah. Show, you gotta be drugged to enjoy it. Let's That's go to Q&A right. of the day. The Ham Radio Q&A of the day. Here's how it works. Uncle Eddie asks you a question. You answer it. Throughout the show, it's just that simple. All right, it's just that simple, stupid. Remember last week on the program where we talked about, I mean, Ricky wasn't here, but we talked about Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. him. Not giving any money to his mama. Yeah. All right, so now Daniel Craig is in the news. A, you know, a.k.a. 007, okay. James Bond, in the news, talking about how he won't leave his millions of dollars to his kids. Why not? He won't leave it. He says that th- he believes, personally, yeah. that getting an inheritance is actually sick and disturbing and totally believes in the fact that while you're alive, spend your money. 
Oh, so, right. I kind of agree with that. So, well, here you go. Here's the Q&A of the day. So, do you think that you would spend your money, if you have millions, you got, the, the, you got all the money that you want, Yeah. spend your money while you're alive, or leave your money to the ones you left behind? Ooh. I want to know, 718-577-1389, or hit us up via the chat room. On the Facebook Live. It's very simple. I want to go around the room. I'm not going to Billy because Billy never answers the question. So we'll go back to the returning Ricky. Back from his bout with syphilis. He is here today. Ricky, do you... Syphilis of the foot. Syphilis of the foot. (laughs) Yeah. Do Do you take the money home or do you give it to those you left behind? What do you got for you? Uh, me personally, I, I do yeah. believe that spend as much as you can, but I would leave um, I would leave money behind for my wife. Okay, so and, you're so, so you're still and, doing both and my children. So you're saying both? You're going to do both? You're going to leave money behind after you pass away and go yeah. to the great beyond, mm-hmm. and you're going to sit, spend as much cash as you can while on this. You got to have fun. Coil. You you made it right. Yeah. And oh, I just don't. I just think that you know when you leave shit, they don't appreciate as much. Yeah, I mean, you earn. You just went out there, bust oh, your ass to get it. If they don't appreciate it as much, so. and also they're sitting there going, "Well, I got all of this coming to me. What the fuck do I got to worry yeah, about?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why Craig added. Uh, Daniel Craig said, "Quote: I don't want to leave great sums uh, to the next generation. I think inheritance is quite distasteful. My yeah. philosophy is get rid of it." Or give it away before you go. Uh, I, w- I would leave them some. Uh, for me, I would probably spend as much as possible, but On make sure water. Make sure <laughs> the you know the burial and all of that, the cremation, whatever yeah. is all covered. Nobody <laughs> oh, has definitely. to pay. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want and everything's any. paid yeah, off. It's Ten bucks. I don't. Over. I don't leave them with you. Ain't dead. dead. Yeah. We're throwing you know. we're throwing Billy in fucking Potter's Field. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna burn myself Who in the backyard. The throw you in the box and throw your ass in the fucking. I'm hole. gonna bury. Yeah. We're gonna bury Billy upside gonna down. End up in the so fucking we, hole anyway. Yeah. We're gonna bury Billy upside down so we have a place to park our bikes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> well, see, the bike goes between the ass cheeks. Go ahead, Billy. Okay, yeah. No, that that's, I would spend as much as possible. Just make sure. I don't leave anybody with overwhelming debt or anything. So basically, you know, so far, what I'm hearing of is way. both of you, though, are, are saying that you would I'm, do both. I'm not, no. You're I'm leaving not, some form of money so no one stays in debt. I would leave right, money so behind. they're not paying for, like, say I buy a $50 million mansion because <laughs> I can afford it. You, you were know, serious about that. But just Sorry. for argument's sake. Oh, just for argument's sake. And yeah. I wouldn't leave them with the fucking mortgage on that. I would make sure that would be paid yeah, off and, like, the final expenses. Okay. But I'm can, not going to, like, go, all right, yeah, you get fucking half a million, you get five million, you get this. So you're you know. not doing a will with inheritance. You're just nah. paying off shit so people make don't, sure people they, are comfortable and that's it. They can start. And, I know. And, you're, you and you're leaving. Hold on. Everyone needs to slow down. Everyone's mm-hmm. very talkative for, mm-hmm. for the first time ever on this fucking show. Mm-hmm. And you're saying. And you're thank Christ. And you're and you're saying that you are leaving money. Yeah, I'm leaving. So money. you're doing both. I would okay. make sure my I, one thing I want to make sure is that my wife is good. Yeah, she had nothing to worry about for the rest of her life. Well, there you go. She's there a good looking woman. She'll yeah. be fine. I don't yeah. want nothing. To, no, She'll be you. damn that. Joe's gonna come over and fucking go. Hey, honey, how you doing? Hey, she yeah. can do whatever she want to do after I'm gone. <laughs> you understand? Ricky's fucking dead on the couch. Joe's stopping by. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Hey, coming! Anything you need? Can I? Can I help you unclog your pipes? All of a sudden, I got all these friends and shit. (laughs) Yeah. 
who really care, right? Uh, for Marcus, konnichiwa, my niggas. Hey, my buddy. Uh, I will leave shit to my folks. Uh, what the hell am I going to do with it? Uh, Marcus also said, bisexual Marcus also said, but that's easy for him to say because he's wealthy. Yeah. Right. So who, wait, who's wealthy? Oh, Craig, you're saying. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant Ricky. I'm like, Ricky ain't fucking wealthy. What, what you talking about? I just smashed my mic against the thing while I did that. Joe, what about you? Well, you know, it's a very interesting question because, you know... That's not, why it's the Q&A of the day. Not Thanks. that I've had experience with it, but, uh, you know, our, our mutual friend, Johnny Baker Donuts. Yep. Uh, you know, Johnny had a few, and uh, he he was sort of conserving it because his daughter was unmarried at the time. Then his daughter got married, uh-huh. and, and she married very well. You know, she. Where, in other words, he didn't have to worry about her financially anymore. Right. Okay, he went nuts. The Atlantic City, here I come. You know, and, and well, he was getting, and it, he enjoyed his money. God wait, bless him. Hold on, is his wife still alive? No, she passed off. Oh, good. All right, so yeah. I can tell the story. Johnny used to spend it on fucking massages that I would have loved to fucking had the money to spend it on. Oh. That's all I'm saying. That was some good shit. That man spent and lived his life. No, he he lived. He, he, he lived his he life. Enjoyed his life. God bless bag of donuts. Yeah, and and you know, and I, and I kind of feel the same way in the sense of if the kids need it, you'll conserve a little. You keep it on the side, so you know, they, like like you said, Ricky, yeah. they're going to be taken care of. Well, there's certain. I got a couple of kids. I wouldn't leave shit to. Oh yeah, fuck, fuck that, them yeah. because they don't. They don't go fuck it up. Yeah. Do all kind of stupid shit, yeah. Daddy. Yeah, Can I you know. Have- sometimes yeah. that's a good thing because if, if you give it to them, they'll fuck themselves up so bad. You know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know that you're actually hurting them by giving them. Yeah. The money. Yeah. All yeah. right. Also, then I'm going to say I, I would do both anyway. I like to make sure that I would give people. I like to make sure while I'm on this earth, I'm giving people money. If I have that money, I'm going to buy the house right next to Billy. Mm-hmm. All right, and me, me and Billy are gonna have our two five million dollar mansions, sure. 50, and I'm still fifty million. Yeah. I live in a better part of town, so yeah. I'm a hundred million for me. Uh, but either way, you all that money, you want to live next to Billy? Yeah, well, I know, really. Right? <laughs> Listen, well, who I, the fuck is gonna give me directions? That's Listen, true. If, if, yeah. I, if I got rich tomorrow, yes. A million dollars right off the bat yeah. before I do anything. A million's going to Shriners oh, I and saying, a million I, going to St. Jude. You, you said you said my name wrong. It's Eddie. Yeah. You know, <laughs> thank you. I, you know, th- those are very, two very good institutions. Yeah, yeah. round of applause for that. that. Really yeah. mm-hmm. First thing. Yeah. First thing. I'm Give it to the children. I hate, I hate seeing kids suffer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, don't leave them in the care of Joe. On that <laughs> note, uh, today on the show, we got. I know hey, we got to take a break. You. you son of a bitch. Uh, Brian Dunkelman, we're going to call him up in about about 10 minutes. We have to go to break or whatever. We're going to call him up. It's less than 10 minutes. I know, but I just, I'm Way rambling. Less. Uh, used to be the host of American Idol. Also hates Ryan Seacrest. Also a possible druggie. Are you sure he hates him? We're, well, we got a question. Well, Let's ask the man himself, yeah, Brian Dunkelman. Hatred is a pretty broad term. Well, let's he, and, well, and and Brian Seacrest. I hate Ed. Look, yeah, well, I know. You know. Look, <laughs> look, Ryan Seacrest is also a pretty broad term too. That's true. Seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty nine. It's the Ham Radio Show. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these. Words. Got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. If you want to protect yourself, get a double-barrel shotgun. You're on the Filtered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. 
ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. The following message has not been approved by any snowflake, social justice warriors, authorities of language, police, or any other special interest group trying to dumb down America. The Lawrence Ross Show on TF52.com. Probably so offensive by today's standards. Friday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The blind guy is probably on social media pining for his audience. Facebook.com blind Lawrence. Facebook.com L Ross1987. Twitter.com blind Lawrence. Text line 813-602-2715. Merchandise teespring.com slash stores slash L Ross nineteen eighty seven. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Idiot Radio is an online radio station taking it to the edge and back, featuring shows that combine news, pop culture, sports, and comedy, such as the PP Boys, the Triple B Experience, Outlaw Radio, Gino's Comic to Comic Podcast, as well as many more. Idiot Radio offers a unique uncensored listening experience of what's happening in the world. Idiot Radio will give you the full infotainment experience using live streams at idiotradio.net. Phone calls on the anytime line for 12407SHOW and on social media Facebook and Twitter at Idiot Radio and to make sure you don't miss anything download the free app streaming 24/7 Idiot Radio from Google Play or the App Store This is Ham Radio Yo! Check us out Follow us follow us but not too close on Twitter twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show On Demand Salon OnDemandSalon.com Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blowover two, blowover three, hell, bring in a blowout of four, it doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On OnDemandSalon.com That's OnDemandSalon.com Prices and booking, 866-250-4145 That's 866-250-4145 On Demand Salon OnDemandSalon.com It's the Slickster. Give me the respect and call into the Hannah Radio Show. 718-577-1389. She said I'm going out with my girlfriend. What the fuck are you playing? Oh, country music. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we know, Joe. That's why it's there, Joe. I, this is for you. Oh, <laughs> 
My guy. It's a song going out to Joe, who's fucking his dog on the prairie. No. I'm Casey Kasem. I gotta get my truck and ride my horse. 7185-771389. It's the Ham Radio Show. Me and Rick were just having a spirited conversation about Ryan Seacrest and how much I don't like him. So let's get the guy on the phone, Brian Dunkelman, who I believe got fired because... Uh, Tequila makes her clothes fall off. Let's find out. Well, they were both just starting out then, right? Yeah, well, let's find out. Well, they were both the hosts of the show, yeah. Mm, Brian Dunkelman. Who's in there? Hi, I'm looking for Mr. Brian Dunkelman. Hold on one second. Okay. He's got to go find hey, him. Hey, it's Dunkelman. Hey, hey, Dunkelman. Wow, your your receptionist sounds an awful lot like you. I tell you, welcome <laughs> to Hamburger. Hey, no, he's really he's really cute too. Oh, he has a nice ass, from what I hear. Um, Brian Dunkelman, former co-host of American Idol, with along with uh, Ryan Seacrest, who we were just discussing. Me and Ricky were just discussing. Uh, my stance on Ryan Seacrest is that can someone else get a fucking job? Ooh. Why does Ryan Seacrest have to have every goddamn job really? that's in Hollywood lately? Like is all Ryan first Seacrest? Of all, <laughs> go ahead, Brian. First of all, I'm glad that we can say fuck because if we're going to talk about Ryan Seacrest, there's going to be some swearing involved. Yes. Not a cussing. Cuss <laughs> all you want. Save Cuss all you want. Jobs for the rest of us, motherfucker. Exactly. Come on. Well, that, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Brian Dunkelman, who you... We'll get to the whole American Idol debacle in a second. Because I have to ask this question. You worked with him. Was he as cutthroat behind the scenes on American Idol? Because Ricky has this whole thing about Ricky pointing out, like, well, you can't make it up in the business unless you're stepping on a few heads on the way down. I get all that. It's going to be a horror story. I get somebody. that. But when you have... When, you, when, when Ryan Seacrest is sucking up all the jobs like a succubus... And taking no chance, taking jobs away from a guy like Brian Dunkelman, who made it to the big time. No, but he yeah. comes over like a cutthroat. Oh he no, do he come over like a dude that'll sell you out. And he's a sneaky fuck. Mm-hmm. He's a sneaky fuck. Ahead, Brian. What do, so was he an yeah. asshole behind the scenes? Sneaky, sneaky little man. Well, <laughs> yeah. Let me just tell you a story or two, and you make up your own mind. Okay. There was a show. Now we read. We read off a big teleprompter, right? Mm-hmm. We read off a big teleprompter. Yeah. Well, there was one show in particular that Seacrest decided he was not going to read uh, half of what he was supposed to read, and which was basically a direct setup for my joke or my information that I had to get across four times. Uh, okay. Four times he did this. So the last time, you can go back and watch this episode, he says, uh, he just looks at me, he's like, say something, Dunk. And I went, what do you want me to say, Ryan? How about we'll be right back with more American Idol? We'll be right back. And then we uh, went, to, we cut, and I said, you're going to say one fucking thing that's on the teleprompter tonight? As soon as that show ended, my manager and my best friend who were at the, ta- were at the show, they had to pick me up, and they just threw me in an elevator to keep me from going after him. Wow. Wait, so you're going to beat the shit out of Ryan Seacrest? Well, I mean, I guess that probably would have happened if I would have gotten my hands on him. Well, because in your in your in the trailer for Dunkelman, which by the way I've watched a couple of times, because there's a lot of stuff to unload on Dunkelman. The the trailer, by the way, go to YouTube, look up the trailer for Dunkelman, uh, the documentary that's going to be coming out about you. Um, I, yeah. you, you, you literally in the the one of the best quotes. I think I could kill him. 
<laughs> I watched a lot of movies. I can break his neck. <laughs> you, you know what that's from? It's from uh, when I did the uh, Fox finale when I thought American Idol was over, but mm-hmm. they, they fooled me. They went on to another network. Yeah. But um, during the rehearsal, we did a little improv hug, and then he's like, hey, are we going to do the hug? And I'm like, you're goddamn right we're doing a fucking hug. <laughs> so I called my best friend. And I told him about it, and he's like, you know what would be really funny is if under no circumstances, when you're live and you hug him, do you let go. Just <laughs> hugging him, take him to the fucking ground. And that's why I was like, I could have. And that moment, I could have I could have snapped his neck. I'd, like, I've seen a lot of movies. I'm pretty sure I could do it. Right <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. I had my opportunity in front of like 14 million people. That would have been amazing. I might be out by now. Can I, yeah. can I tell you well, right he now? He wouldn't be working right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But he'd probably be out. He's right. Yeah, he's right. He, would, he only would have got 10 years. It's only fucking Ryan Seacrest. Absolutely. My, my point being... <laughs> Justifiable homicide. I, I gotta say, I, I think I'm in love with you know Brian Dunkelman right now because literally, you know, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. <laughs> we literally, we have had this. Look, I work in the radio business. We've been in the radio business. I've been in there for two decades. And let me point uh, out one thing: when I was at Q1043 in New York City working, now this is now that would have been like ten fucking years ago when I worked there. Yeah. Literally, we were all talking about how Ryan Seacrest steals everybody's jobs. We were talking about how Ryan Seacrest was taking the the Dick Clark job. We talked about how Ryan Seacrest... Now, this is before because uh, Ricky was giving me the, the, the B-roll before Michael Strahan was first, but then Ryan Seacrest came in and took the Regis yeah. job. Mm. He's also yeah. producing the fucking... Um, Kardashian show, which was great because that's what the Rick fucking world needs. But don't forget Casey Kasem. Yeah, he did. He took the countdown, the the, the top forty countdown because it's hard to count backwards. Yeah. Uh, so he took that fucking <laughs> job. Like that's what I'm saying. He literally left no jobs. Seven. Yeah. Ooh, coming in at ninety-seven. Uh, who let the dogs out? I'm Ryan Seacrest. I used to be a fat fuck. <laughs> Back to you guys in the studio. Like it's horrible. And he has. Has that show coast to coast that's another thing he has a radio show he has not only i think he has a couple of radio shows he has coast to coast with ryan seacrest he has the fucking countdown show all this bullshit and i'm like can someone else get a fucking job yeah. seriously and that's been going on that now we're down up 20 years in this business and literally i'm still saying that and thank god brian dunkelman the the patron saint of you know telling right Brian Seacrest to suck a dick is on the phone line right now because I can't stand him. Not saying that Ryan Seacrest doesn't have talent. I'm not one of those assholes to act like Ryan I'll Seacrest say it. can't. I'll, I'll yeah. say it. Yeah, he can host. Look, he's talented. He's skilled. Can we say he's right. extremely skilled? He's a he's a uh, he's a good meat puppet. Let's say that much. Yeah. He can stand on a stage. He can have. Beautifully quaffed hair. Mm-hmm. He can uh, banter with Kelly Ripper. All that shit. I get all that. And that does, there is a skill level there. Get it. Sure. Cool. Great. He is nothing more than fucking vanilla Melba toast when it comes to being <laughs> exciting. I, I, the other day, perfect example, and I know I, I don't want to stay on Brian Seacrest for the whole fucking interview that I'm talking to uh, uh, Brian Dunkelman, but. He hosted some with um, Sebastian Maniscalco. He just he was filling in for Kelly Ripper, Sebastian, and he's hosting the show. Oh, Sebastian Maniscalco blows him away with jokes, and oh, then yeah, it brings hilarious. Yeah, he bring, and he brings it back to where you have 
Brian Dunkelman on stage, the story he just told, right. where Ryan Seacrest doesn't want to be the fucking straight man in the bit. He wants it. Ironic. Exactly. Ironic. I, God damn it. You took the words out of my mouth, Ron. Um, <laughs> he doesn't want to be that straight man where he doesn't want to feed the other person. So he refused to, like, feed Menescalco the fucking. In a, you're supposed to give him the volleyball. If I'm giving. If, yep. Billy, if Billy's supposed to tell a joke, Where's I have trouble? to go. I have to. Yeah, Billy has to tell a joke. We're fucked. But if Billy has to tell a joke for a bit, I have to volley him the ball. So Billy can then spike the ball with the joke. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. Exactly. <laughs> Over here, you have it's a perfect level of now that has not changed. Because that was, what, 2002 when he fucked over Brian. Now Sebastian Maniscalco, this is 2021. He's still not playing well with others in the sandbox. That's what I mean why, by not only does Brian Seacrest suck, but he doesn't play well with others. He doesn't help anybody out. And he's stealing everybody's fucking jobs. It's, it's yeah, crazy. he's a good solo act. You know, when I did, it was 2003, it was about a year after Idol, uh, the Live with Regis and Kelly show asked me to be on the show. I was on for an entire week because Kelly was, you know, pregnant for the seventh time and she hmm. had to go on maternity leave again. And so they wanted to do a little spoof, like America's Next Co-Host. Yeah. So they had me and Galman and uh, another judge, um, oh, God, I'm blanking on her name right now. But anyway, we went around the country, we did a couple cities, and we did a search, kind of like Idol. But one day I was uh, while we were doing the show, I was up in the offices and I see a couple big boards and there's a there's a, a card with Ryan Seacrest's name, all different colors. And I'm like, oh, is Seacrest doing the show? And they're like, no, God, that's the list of people those reps keep calling, trying to get them on as guests. It's like his agent is calling us like multiple times every day. That's just because he found out I was doing the fucking show. <laughs> that's what kind of person we're talking about here. Well, that's and what you I'm... know what? It worked because now he's the fucking host. But see, that's what I'm talking about. A lot of people, I understand Ricky's standpoint when Ricky was explaining me to the business. Mm -hmm. And I get that you fuck, there are a lot of people that are just cutthroat fucking people over yep. to get, they want to be the legend. They want to be that name. They want to be the top of the hill with all the dead bodies lying around. I get all that. And it don't help when they telling him he does ne he's the next Dick Clark and all kind of shit. Well, hopefully he, he start has believing a, that shit. Hopefully he has the same stroke as Dick. But that's not the well, point. Well, they say Dick Clark had a stroke. I don't. I'm not saying Seacrest is responsible. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he had Dick Clark poisoned and killed. I'm definitely not going to say that. Right, right before uh, Dick Clark's last words were Seacrest out. That was his last <laughs> word with that dappy dude. Uh, I don't. I, I just. It just. It boggles my mind. That's just my hatred of Seacrest aside. But let's get into some of the other stuff that went on during American Idol. Because didn't you witness a fight where Simon Cowell called somebody a monkey, and then Randy oh, and then Randy flipped out? This was maybe okay. So we have the nationwide search, and then we have thirty. And this was when we were cutting the thirty down to ten. So this was one of the first shows we did a taped show that was an hour performances, and then the following night was live at that point in the season. Okay, it was really early on. Yeah. So. They just wanted to shake things up. They the, the first kid sings, his name's R.J. Helton. Great kid. Great singer. He does great. Paul's like, oh, you're a star. Randy's like, dog, you did your thing. Dog, great dog. And then and then Simon said, it's the first singer. And Simon goes, you know, let's cut the crap. This is ridiculous. That wasn't nearly good enough. This is a singing competition. And we've already let two other monkeys through in this competition. And Randy fucking snapped. <laughs> he jumped up. He said, you can't call people monkeys, Jeff. What the fuck? It was 
ugly. The ki- half of the contestants started crying. A couple of them are looking at me going, what the fuck's going on? And I didn't have an answer for them. So they separated them. They went to their dressing rooms. And about an hour later, they came back. And they had the kids finish singing. And then they reenacted the whole thing, substituting the word monkey with loser. So that's why when they keep showing it, it's like, why is Randy fucking so pissed off about him calling people losers? Because they were using some of the footage of him reacting to monkey. And they just cut back and forth because it was just too good a TV to let go. Right. But yeah, that was that was the official moment I, I I officially hated myself for being a part of the show. All right, so wait a minute. So I'm first off, I'm going to sit here. This is my shocked face. <gasps> American Idol fake <laughs> shit. I'm shocked. Something in reality radio fake shit. Can you believe it? Yeah, mm. it's uh, hold- not fucking real. Warren, <laughs> Warren, hold on. Uh, if you have a question for uh, Brian Dunkelman, just hit me up in the Facebook Live, sweet Warren. I know you're trying to call, but we're in the middle of an interview with the one and only Brian Dunkelman, uh, former co-host of American Idol. Uh, he's, of course, a stand-up. He's an actor. He's, he, he's an Uber driver. He's doing it all, folks. Yeah, you know what? At the time, I, I, I said I'd, I, I, I would like to maybe be on television as an actor or a host of a show, but I just really felt at the time the flexibility that Uber could provide me, it just was better for my situation. Of so course. That's, that's, that's the only reason that went. And look, it, it gives you more status. <laughs> an Uber driver, because I don't see any of those other motherfuckers getting five stars. So fuck that shit. Let me tell you. Nobody was happier about this fucking pandemic than Brian goddamn Dunkelman. <laughs> Thank you. I got to stop doing this shit. Oh, you're just going to give me money? They, my government told me, stop working and don't go outside. I said, no problem. I've been doing that since 2003. <laughs> I got the, uh, Ricky just brought up a good question because I know that somebody was talking about this behind the scenes. We were talking about it. Uh, two things. Ricky was uh, asking me. Uh, there's a story out, by the way, that you Paul Abdul kissed you, right? But that's, Damn right. That's one story. We'll get. Please hold on to that answer. And then Ricky wants to know. I want to know. Billy wants to know. And Joe wants to know. Did you fuck Paul Abdul? Because we heard that she was fucking the contestants as well, and the janitor and the window yeah. washer. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> no, My I would one hundred percent fuck Paul Abdul. One hundred percent. I had a girlfriend at the time. Otherwise, and you know what? I did. She kissed me straight up on the lips three times. No tongue or anything, but it, you know it was legit. And I got her number and I texted her. She never got back to me, but I thought, do I have a fucking shot? Well, don't Listen, fuck in I, the I, ass because I, I, I heard I smelled the shit. Dick. So yeah, wait. Uh, so wait, hold on. You're interrupting his answer, though, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, by the way, Ricky used to work at the Waldorf Astoria. Okay. So Ricky one time was telling a story. This is all off air, but fuck it. On this show, we bring the off air on air. So Ricky was telling a story that now let's we have to precurse this so we don't get sued by Paul Abdul's attorney. Do we cheat him and how? Um, the you literally said allegedly. We have to say allegedly, folks. Let's ring the bell. Allegedly, <laughs> that Paul Abdul used the potty. At the Waldorf Astoria, and supposedly stunk up the place so bad that people were complaining in the lobby <laughs> at the smell of her dookie, and some of which throwing up. It could have gagged a maggot. It could have gagged a maggot. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> so don't so don't fuck in the ass if you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. No ass play. Is yeah, what you're no. Saying. Yeah. No ass play. <laughs> 
So from us to you, Brian, please don't fuck Paul Abdul in the ass. She was nice though. <laughs> she was. She better be. Okay, I'm scratching. I'm scratching. Eat Paul Abdul's ass off of my bucket yeah. list. Right strike now. it. <laughs> strike it, please. Strike it from the list. All right. So the second. So the second question, besides you uh, not eating her ass or fucking her in the ass. Uh, you did get kissed three times by Paul Abdul. That's what you're saying. Now, were you True. around? Were you around during the whole sex for uh, whatever scandal that she had during she was fucking the contestant supposedly? Well, I think that happened season two. So uh, I, I I really stopped uh, paying attention. I, I I didn't I didn't keep watching. I didn't find it that interesting without me on it. Don't worry, I've, I've never found it interesting. Two, it was that it? kid. Uh, what was that kid? It was that kid. Way to round it out there, Rick. No, he did a great version of Butterfly <laughs> by Michael Jackson. It was that kid that was on I can't American Idol. His name, though. You yeah. remember that kid that sang Billy on American yeah, yeah, Idol? Yeah. Was that kid? Actually, I, <laughs> no. I never watched an episode of. I have never. I you never. But nah. see, I do remember Dunkelman being on the show, and yeah, I remember. I remember, I remember yeah. it being paired off because that's what they did in I the British. The first year. The British shows always had the yeah. two hosts. Correct. The same way they have with uh, the, the America's Got Talent, they have Britain's Got Talent. Mm. They always had the two hosts, and then it seemed so. So, what exactly happened to you, Dunkelman? Because we're hearing a lot of stuff. Were you fired? Did you quit? Was it drugs? Did you fuck Polar Abdul in the ass? What happened that got you thrown uh, off the show, or that, or did you leave the show? That's a good question. Well, the honest truth is that okay. Here's what happened. I want the honest uh, truth. After, don't get don't give me a bullshit. The show ended. My friend was making his college coaching debut, just a D3 school in Connecticut. So okay. me and about six or seven of my best friends, we went to support him for his opening, uh, for his opening game. So we're in my hotel room before the game, getting drunk, and the TV's on kind of just in the background, and we're playing poker or something, and, and, and on comes uh, it's on E!, and all of a sudden, they have a picture of Ryan Seacrest. And they're like, uh, American Idol host Ryan Seacrest reportedly re-signs for season two of American Idol for upwards of $1 million. Still no word on co-host Brian Dunkelman. And then they put my picture up. And the room is just silent <laughs> for like five seconds. And then we all just burst out laughing because what the fuck am I doing on television? This, this just isn't real. I'm a kid from a town of one streetlight. And we just went back to getting hammered. What they did is they re-signed Simon and they re-signed Ryan, and then they let me, Paul, and Randy twist. If you remember, they let them twist for about two months. It was, yeah. all, it was all really about money. Of course. So after two weeks of getting shredded, I knew I didn't want to do the show anymore. I fucking hated it. It wasn't all miserable. I don't want to make it sound like that, but I did not enjoy it, and I wanted to be an actor. That's what I was doing. I had, you know, a building a nice little resume. And I knew that if I wanted to be a legitimate actor, there's no way I could have continued doing that show. So after two weeks, they weren't giving anybody an answer. No decision has been made yet. I said, fuck it. I'm losing my mind. I'm done. This is my sign. I'm just going to, I don't care if I'm doing this the wrong way. I released a statement in Daily Variety. Now, the next day, my agent told me he saw the head of publicity of Fox later in the day. And he said that she said Fox was completely shocked and surprised, and they figured if it wasn't broke, don't fix it. Now, it was not their decision anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it was really more Fremantle in 19. That was the British uh, production company that did right. the show. Yeah. This is what I thought my entire, this is what I thought for the next 15 years. After I did the finale at Fox, I ran into one of my old bosses, the head of Unscripted, and he basically said to me, he's like, yeah, we were really disappointed when that decision came down. And I said, well, whose fucking decision was it? And he's like, do you really want to know? I said, it doesn't matter. But yeah, he told me that it was simply a question of sticking with two hosts or going with one. 
and that they decided to go with one, and I wasn't the guy. But I told him, I said, dude, I did not get fired, though. He said, I know you didn't. You announced that you were quitting before we could tell you. Oh. So that's all I know. And in that moment, I had a million fucking pounds off of my shoulders. So wait I minute. thought I made the biggest mistake in the history of show businesses. And as it turned out, it didn't fucking matter. You beat so wait, them to the punch. Yeah, you were, so you were already getting thrown off the show without you knowing you were getting thrown off the show. You released the, thing, the, the statement in Variety magazine... Just, set, just to kind of soften the blow, as Billy said, you, you beat him to the punch. Now, are you saying that Simon did that, or are you saying that Ryan fucking had a hand in that? No, I'm saying that Ryan and Simon got re-signed first. Okay. And then as the negotiating, that that's what was my understanding. And then they just basically told me no decision, and they told Randy and Paula no decision, because it was obviously about money. Yeah, but they weren't going to get rid of Randy not, and Paula. I didn't get along. And look, there are times when I know I can admit that I was difficult. And in this film, I'm really honest about every mistake I made and, and, and the things that I didn't do right. But, you know, this is what I was told. And I was led to believe that I completely fucked up my life and so to have that be told to me this was just four years ago like that's just changed everything for me right that's that's actually hold on i called i called my best friend as soon as i found out i called him he said see you're not a failure you see you're not an idiot you're just a failure (laughs) (laughs) that's the story of my life right so, all right, so, but that also, because you weren't for 15 years thinking that you were a failure, and that brought on the depression. Now, did that start the drug use, or were you doing drugs when you were on American Idol? Yeah, I was doing drugs before American Idol. All right. So were you doing... For were a you, while. Were, were you high while doing American Idol? No, I never did. I, I never was high when I, when I was working. Um, I did make the uh, stupid decision uh, one night after the live, the first live show, I went to the bar slash restaurant that my girlfriend was managing at the time where I went. I, I would just go and drink until my head was on the table. Okay. And then um, Same the as one Billy. night, one of her friends, well, like I was doing a ton of drugs and I actually got clean right before I got idle. And I'm talking uh, about like I was, you know, ecstasy and GHB and special K and Coke. And I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. There, all there was the, a, there all was the good stuff where I, we did, we did alive. ecstasy every weekend for about, I would say four months straight. Nice. I don't think I have any spinal fluid left. Right. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it, it was so bad that it'd be like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And I'd get up and, and like walk to the bathroom in my apartment. And I would literally have to take a knee. Because my, 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 the head rush, I was just so fucking out of it. But I was still working. And then I stopped. I was just like, man, I got to get my shit together. And I booked an animated series on MTV, a commercial, and then Idol, all like in the same span of two weeks. Nice. So I was really fucking raw. Really raw. Because I was feeling again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that, that had a lot to do with how... I just wasn't able to handle myself. Well, you were on you were on one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite animated shows, which was drawn together. You? No, yeah, that yeah. wasn't me. That, that wasn't you. I never saw the episode. Did they make me look like a complete dick? Yes, they totally made you look like a complete dick, and I thought you were playing it up as the complete dick. No, and I'll tell you what: there was a girl that I that kind of was in my crew of friends at the time. And she was a writer's assistant for that show. Well, she wrote the fucking script and then sent it to me. Do you want to read this? I said, is this what you fucking think about me? Wow. Go fuck yourself. I was pissed. 
I was pissed about everything back then. I was very, I was a little fucking touchy for a, well, a decade. I was, gee, I wonder why. You were treated yeah. like shit, Brian. I understand. Um, he yeah. also, so, by yeah, the way. I did not do that voice. He yeah. also, by the way, uh, hosted a, now this, I, is this accurate? Because now I don't know. I'm going up by my notes here, and I want to make sure. You uh, hosted a show on Sirius XM with uh, Eric the Midget from the Howard Stern Show, an idol recap show. <laughs> if that's correct, I don't know if it is or not. I did one of those. I did. Did you enjoy it? You know, Stern was Stern was hammering me all the time. Of course, and he people. Was. I had one. I had one friend who just kept telling me, "It's like, don't fucking tell me that, right. dude." If you go back and watch, there was one episode, and I got obsessed with him because I don't know what the fuck is, is it. Somebody that I I was a fan. Of course, I was a fan. But what the fuck do I care what he's saying about me? I had a job to do. There was one episode at the beginning. We start in the crowd. And we're walking, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? What's going on, Susie? Hey, Howard. And I went, Baba Booey. What the fuck was I doing? I said Baba Booey on American Idol. <laughs> you Baba Booey did. 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, see, that's the power that Howard has. Howard is such a, a, such a big entity that everyone tries to you know pray at the altar of Howard, and that's what happens. They Even you got caught dicks. up in the moment. Yeah. They become dicks. Of course I that's what it is. Yeah. And even when he's giving and you know you what, shit. I actually called in. I got Gary's number from my agent. I mm. called in, and I said I want to do the show. And he had me on, and within five minutes, he was defending me. Like he was really cool to me. But that was the night before I released the statement. Wow. Oh. I was up all night preparing for this, and I was like, I can't. I just can't fucking do this. I'm not. I can't. I was told by an executive producer I had a really hard time with the writing. Okay, I was a comic. Was I Bill Hicks? No. But I used to do a bit, Hitler as a stand-up comedian. It was my trademark bit. Oh, it started my career. Nice. So if, I had done, if I started my career now, I would be immediately canceled. But that's right. just what happened. <laughs> and then I get the first script. I literally started crying. I went out to my car, and I fucking wept like a little girl because it was so fucking cheesy. And you know who wrote it? Ken and Nigel, the, the executive producers of the show. How do you tell your bosses? That what even Seacrest was like, God, this is fucking bad. And he doesn't give a shit what he says. No, he just shows up. That's the other reason why I don't like Ryan Seacrest. He just, he's like a robot. He's literally like, I have to then whore out American Idol. Here we go, everybody. This guy is a great yeah. singer. Look at him go. He's not, he has no feeling. Uh, Warren Bubb, actor for our, and friend of this program, Warren. Uh, in the Facebook Live Suite, wants to know, do you pee in the shower? Uh, what an interesting yeah, where else do you pee? Well, <laughs> I, I piss, I clean I clean my asshole out in the shower, so I don't I don't understand after I take a big dump. I have lunch in the shower. Look, I, I, if I'm in a hurry, I piss in the sink. It doesn't, yeah, piss oh, I, I've pissed in many a sink, I understand. Me and Brian's I've been to Shea Stadium. Me and Brian Dunkelman have so much in common. I pissed in my pants. We're like both the same person. We both we both hate Ryan Seacrest. We both piss in sinks. <laughs> and okay, and uh, I you never had a coke problem. In but the tub yet. I ain't shitting in the tub yet. I only I look hey, I don't, you know what? Yeah. Shitting in the tub is fine too. You, you look when if you do enough coke, you'll shit anywhere. Uh, they cut that shit with Joe, accident. Joe, you, I don't hate Ryan Seacrest. I forgave him. Because I'm a big fucking man. Good for you. All right, but listen, look, I need to get on TMZ, so say something bad about Ryan Seacrest that no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here, I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, give, give me a good one. You can guess. 
Here's the number one question that people ask me about Ryan Seacrest. Okay. They ask me if he's gay. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this story right here because I'm going to tell you. I don't know for sure, but all I know is that when I fucked him, he didn't seem to be that into it. <laughs> That's a true story. You can't make this shit up. Oh, no. There you go. No, you There's can't. There's your headline. <laughs> what do we got? Um... Crest out, Dunkelman in. Dunkelman's in. I'm telling you right now. Do you think if I do a T-shirt with stick figures where it's me fucking him in the ass and he's saying he crest out, me saying Dunkelman in, will I? Could I get him to sue me? That would be phenomenal. I can guarantee he'd sue you, and I know a T-shirt guy from Skunk Dunk Productions that would make that shirt for you. So don't worry about that. Skunk Dunk. Yes, Skunk. It's Skunk (laughs) Duck. Productions and they make our our ham radio shirts and they would I would I guarantee they would he make would a shirt do it, definitely he would totally he would totally do it. Um, uh, Dude, where, you got to text me that info. We will. Uh, where can we uh, get to see the movie uh, Dunkelman? And what do you got next? What's on the horizon for you? So right now we are uh, we've been negotiating with networks and streaming services platforms and we're going to be we'll announce probably in the fall we'll know officially where it's going to be. Right now you can go to BrianDunkelman.com. Mm-hmm. You can watch the trailer there. We're going to give updates. You can put, get put on an email list. Um, so we're going to know where its home is going to be very soon. But it's in the final post production right now, and uh, you know it's it's really not what you'd think a normal documentary is. We shot this during the lockdown, and we kind of did it illegally. We got a little theater, two cameras, and a sound guy. Mm. And bottom line, I just talk. I'm talking into the camera for an hour and forty three minutes, and there's a couple pictures in it. Well, so he- I don't know what to call this because I've never seen anything like it. It's basically a one man show. With no audience, just straight into camera. I was saying to our resident cocaine head, Joe, yes. uh, that when I was watching the trailer, I said it's it's a very weirdly, crudely shot thing, but it, it is... When it you watch the trailer, the raw, that's real... the thing. It's you get that raw emotion. You also get entranced by some of the... Just the, some of the stories that you talk about in the trailer that I, I seriously want to watch this movie because I, 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 I don't think that you've touched... Even the tip of the iceberg of your hatred for both American Idol and Ryan Seacrest. When you watch this trailer, there's tons of other shit you hate. You'll watch the trailer, folks. You'll get it. Go to uh, Look up Dunkelman Trailer on uh, YouTube or go to BrianDunkelman.com for further information. But I'm telling you right now, it's you watch it and it's just it's one of the reasons why I asked you to be on the show. I watched the trailer, and I went and I hit you up via Facebook. I'm not going to lie. We know each other via Facebook. That's it. And I literally wrote Brian, and I'm like, I got to have you on the show. Because the shit you're saying in that trailer, if you don't think that that's entertaining, first off, you don't fucking know what entertaining is, people. That's number one. Well, that's why they watch a certain show. Exactly. That's why you watch American Idol. And number two, if you literally want the... To see the truth behind this business and what goes on behind the scenes. Like, everyone wants to see this beautiful Hollywood glow of bullshit. This fucking just totally rips that veneer right fucking off. Because this shows you how raw and cutthroat this business is. What, Ricky? What's up? Look, I got a great idea. All right. You should do celebrity boxing. Yes. Put that shit on pay per view. <laughs> yes. You and Ryan Seacrest. That shit would sell out, man. There you go. Dude, right. I, I can call Damon. Go. Dude, his name is Damon Feldman. We'll get in contact with him. He's a friend of ours on the Whoa. program. I can get you a match. I can't guarantee you Ryan Seacrest, but I bet you I can find a guy named Ryan that you could punch in the face. 
<laughs> Listen, I could tr- I, I could help enough. train you. I could help train you. Yeah. We will whip his ass. You gotta eat like ready. Let's go. I'll start drinking raw eggs tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Uh, go to BrianDunkelman.com for further details. The movie's called Dunkelman, and this man right here, he gets a round of applause. Definitely do. Because he was Loved honest. him on the show. Yeah. Yeah, he was honest. Really appreciate truthful. it, man. Dude, anytime. You got to come back for part two. Damn right. Anytime. <laughs> you got to tell us the time you walked in and saw Ryan Seacrest shaving Paul Abdul's vagina. Come on, we got to hear it. Because I know there's a story well, there. He was trying I think he was shaving her asshole. Oh, <laughs> after Ricky saw her taking a big shit. So either way. I heard you didn't have to shave. It fell off. hi <laughs> <laughs> On that note. This is one of the most fun interviews I've done in a long time. <laughs> Damn really right. Thank you. All right, Ryan Seacrest, you suck. Brian Dunkelman for life. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Thanks Thank for coming in. Thank you so much in. for having me on, guys. I we really love you. We love you Dude, on, anytime. You want to come back, we'll fucking anytime. set it up. Anytime. Yep. And you're you're a fucking, what they say in the business, a hoot. Woo-hoo. You're a hoot. Dude, I'll tell you what. When we when we know where this is going to be airing and what network it's going to be on, I will fucking get a hold of you. I'd love to come on again. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, the one and the only Brian right. Dunkelman. Dunkelman out. Dunkelman out. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest in that was closet. Good. That was good. That was good. See what I'm saying? And that man right there, <laughs> the, the the true motherfucker from American Idol, yeah, Brian Dunkelman. That was fun. I'm telling you, I dude, I saw. I, I'm telling. I know I got to go to break, Billy. Let me just plug it one more time. Yeah. Dunkelman, the trailer. Look for it on YouTube, or Billy's gonna kill me. But look at it, watch it, feel it, love it. And we'll be right back after these words. And now, curse words from around the world. Fuck, shit, dickhead. Cazzo, merda, testa di cazzo. And now you know, curse words from around the world. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. Eden Publications has probably been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode as well as past shows on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Idiot Radio is an online radio station taking it to the edge and back. Featuring shows that combine news, pop culture, sports, and comedy, such as the PP Boys, the Triple B Experience, Outlaw Radio, Gino's Comic to Comic Podcast, as well as many more. Idiot Radio offers a unique uncensored listening experience of what's happening in the world. Idiot Radio will give you the full infotainment experience using live streams at idiotradio.net. Phone calls on the anytime line for 12407 SHOW and on 
social media Facebook and Twitter at Idiot Radio. And to make sure you don't miss anything, download the free app streaming 24-7 Idiot Radio from Google Play or the App Store. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close, on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. New York City. The Big Apple. The city that never sleeps. An electric paradise of freedom and towering monuments to the achievements of America. I'm Eddie Finocaro. And this is New York City through my eyes. Well, just put the penis in your mouth. So put the kids to bed. Put on something sexy. And take a mouthful of New York ham. The following message has not been approved by any snowflake, social justice warriors, authorities of language, police, or any other special interest group trying to dumb down America. The Lawrence Ross Show on TF52.com. Probably so offensive by today's standards. Friday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It is the sixth of giving me the respect and calling to the ham radio show at 718-577-1389. Coming to me in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh, uh huh. Come on now. In the night. It's the Hammer Radio Show. WHAN live here for you on the Uncrowned Kings of Radio. Reality Radio, whatever the fuck we are, whatever our nickname is, I don't even know what, anymore. Well, it depends. What day is it? It's, uh, well, we have a bunch. We have the anti talk show talk show, the uncrowned kings of reality radio, and of course, the most dangerous hour, or two hours, or three hours, whatever we are on in radio today. We have a bunch, Billy. I'm sorry that you have to keep up. I don't know. I know, it throws you off. It's been too many. I know. 718-577-1389, part of the... Unfiltered Radio Network. Warren Bub wants to know what's the phone number. I'm going to tell you one more time. Okay. 718-577-1389. Warren, hold on number. for a minute. Don't call in because it's time for the WTF News, which means I got to play the sounder for the WTF News, and it sounds a little bit like this. Live from the WTF Newsroom, it's What the Fuck Action News. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Why? Because we can. The part of don't call in yet <laughs> doesn't seem to catch on to everybody. Okay. Not always. This is the WTF News brought to you by, of course, DallasNovelty.com. And if I don't pick up the phone for Warren Bubb... 
Because I know that it's him. What's up, brother? What up, Warren? Hold on. We were in the middle. See, that, that whole music behind you was yeah, the WTF I, News. I, I, I realized that's I called in. Yeah, I realized that. It's all right. You fucked up the whole show. Yeah, man. Now I can't, <laughs> now I can't perform. That's it. We're over. What do you want, Warren? I have to do the news or Billy's going to cut me. What's up? Oh, I don't want. I don't know. I just want to call him and say I, I fucked Ryan Seacrest too. So, oh, oh okay. you, you, most people have. You fucked him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That see that should be a shirt from Skunk Duck. Yeah. I fucked Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> and fucked all I got was this fucking shirt. Yeah. That would be a good one. Well, I also have, I have a shirt that says I fucked Penny Finnecaro. So, well, that's well, that, yeah, but that's gold, and you hang that in your room, yeah, and everybody knows that. <laughs> Damn right. What's he Everybody knows that. Exactly. Everybody knows that. All right. Yeah. Well, stay on the line. We'll do the WTF news with you. There we go. All right. Look. All right. All right. This is the first story because I can't, I don't want to push the button right now. Ready? Hot button topic Ooh, number one. He did it. There you so go. Wait, me. Joe. Wait, Joe. Give me, give me, give me, a, give me a little uh, skin flute. Hot button topic number one. So meaty. There you go. Uh, Johnny Depp scores a legal victory in court uh, against his ex-wife, Amanda Heard. Yeah, the, the actress asked uh, Virginia judge to throw a Depp's defamation lawsuit. But on Tuesday, Judge Penny Agadakadak, I can't pronounce her last name. That's right. Uh, so just Judge Penny rejected Heard's motion. Uh, the case is set to go to trial next year. Depp is suing his ex-wife over the opinion piece she wrote in the Washington Post in 2018, claiming... She was a victim of domestic abuse through, uh, though she never named the Pirates of the Caribbean star. Johnny denies, of course, abusing the actress and seeking $50 million in damages. I'm going to say that one more time. $50 million in damages. He wants to move next to me. Well, you know, yeah, those right. those people, if you deny her that she can't buy a new dress, what that's, you mean, that's those domestic people? abuse. Joe, are you saying those people? Are you saying the whites? Well, no. Ricky, he's being racist. You know, she no, she's like like a, a, a princess. She's well to do. And if you yes. tell her, you know, you 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 can't have a filet mignon tonight because we're going to eat filet mignon. Yeah, because we're going to eat fish. What cut is that? I don't know. It comes from the horn. Oh, okay, I heard he tried to finger fuck while he was dressed as <laughs> yeah. Edward Scissorhands. It could happen. It's possible. Yeah. And yeah. that's domestic abuse. Well, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't have to be physical. And sometimes. Well, you imagine getting finger fuck pushing. with those hands. Yeah. <laughs> you got you guys just stepped over Billy's work. Never mind. The one time Never Billy mind. tries to do a job and you guys stepped over his shit. Never Never mind. Mind. He had a joke. He had a joke and you missed it. Oh, sorry, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, all right, Billy, can you do it again? Are you ready? All right. Well, all right ready? I'll give you the setup. I'll give you the setup. It goes back to Ricky's. Go ahead. Uh, fingering. Oh, with fingering the... by Edward Scissorhands. Oh, you know, you know, you know, fucking because it's stuck. It's hung up. It's hung up. Play is for sissies. Real men go in, unload, and pull out. There you go. Okay. Well, see, now it's lost some oomph. It's lost all of it. It lost all its oomph. It had no rhyme, reason, or necessary. Let me tell you something, Billy. That's three minutes in radio. We're going to forget. We're never getting that back. (laughs) That's it. Forget it. For Christ's sake. Warren Bubb, who's a fucking industry guy, he works in the fucking business. He's an actor. He's just like Johnny Depp, only has better abs. That's right. This guy just lost three minutes of his career because of you, Billy. Do you see what you did? Yeah, I know. You fucked it up. Billy... Look, look at Ricky. You said this is what the whites do. Do you see? <laughs> Brings us all fucking down. 
<laughs> Tell you that right now. That's great when you bring your A game. Damn right. Bring your A game, Billy. Not your fucking C game, motherfucker. I, 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 told, you, I, told, you about, I told you about hiring white people. I know. I keep, I'm sorry. You're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking whites. Bringing all the fucking people down. Uh, second story. Oh. Hot button topic number two. Okay. So meaty. So meaty. Oh. So meaty. Uh, Colin Jost confirmed Scarlett Johansson's pregnancy. Oh. Colin Jost has just confirmed that his wife, Scarlett Johansson, is pregnant. According I didn't to, do it. According to page six, yeah. uh, the comedian spilled the beans during a stand-up gig at the Ridgefield Playhouse in oh, Connecticut yeah. over the weekend. Colin said, we're having a baby. Okay. And he's so excited. Uh, page six broke the news <laughs> that ScarJo was pregnant back in July. Nice. Uh, Colin and Scarlett. By the way, Colin Joe's from Staten Island. Oh, Correct. Yes. Just want to bring that up. So a guy from Staten Island is fucking Scarlett Johansson. Hey. They're married. Oh, yeah? yeah I know. I, know. They went I don't even, I don't even care away. if they're married. Someone stuck their penis in Scarlett Johansson from Staten Island. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they even did it on Staten Island. They might have. But she said, she, said, she said it didn't hurt, but his balls was killing him. Damn right. <laughs> stuck it all the, the way, way in. The way them balls were slapping up against <laughs> her ass. Billy's the father. Maybe Billy's the father. Billy. Billy, it's like... It's like being finger fucked by Edward Scissorhands. Go! <laughs> nah, <laughs> nothing. Uh, it, it, it lost its oomph in the last I bet segment. You. Yeah, it lost its um okay. fucking white. <laughs> uh, she already has a six-year-old daughter named Rose from oh. her marriage to Roman Dulach. Okay. That's the guy's name. Dulach. You got a rose between the toes. A rose between the toes. Smells oh so sweet. Oh, yes. I, uh, <laughs> she's a very annoying fucking bitch. Uh, ready, imagine. Joe? Are you ready with your next, slide whistle? Next. Okay. Let's go. Hey, hot button topic number two. <laughs> hot button topic number two. So meaty. So fucking meaty. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is way easier than pushing buttons. Yeah. Can I bring that up? We just do all the sound effects may ourselves? may not be as good, but okay. it's, <laughs> it's great for when shit ain't working. Damn right. It's not bad, though. Uh, the World Naked Bike Ride is invading oh, Chi-Town. Okay. There you go. Yes. On Saturday, hundreds of nearly naked people hopped on their bikes and rode around the city of Chicago. Now, what's this nearly naked shit? They're naked or not? No, they're, it's naked. No such thing like me almost pregnant. Well, you know? Well, you know, are you not? Enough about Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. You know, that's how the nuns get their cherries off the tree. You know, they ride around naked on the bike with no, with no seat. With no seat. And they just no stick it up there. Yeah. They stick it right up their polar abdominals. Uh, no. You ever see the shape of a bicycle seat? Man? Yeah. It's perfect for, like, vagina stimulation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> If anyone, yes. If anyone, by the way, would know about vagina stimulation, it's not Joe. No. <laughs> um. By the way, just a little thing. Uh, do, do you know what uh, what what meat uh, that priests eat on Fridays? Oh, jeez, oh, none. none. That's right. Um, so basically, there was no gun violence on. Well, we didn't finish day. the story because Joe started talking about vaginal stimulation. Well, you know, my, my wife told me that on my honeymoon night. She says I'm a nun. Said, what does that mean? Says, none of this, none of that. <laughs> I was going to say first off, your Gosh, wife. <laughs> we're indecent. That's right. There's no way in hell that your wife during your wedding night had any vaginal stimulation. Uh, I'm telling exactly. You. <laughs> 
Right. And neither did I. <laughs> While this is a very non-sexual event, yeah. it looks like fun and the writers were peddling around for a cause, hoping to, quote, call attention to the world's dependence on oil and cycle safety, <laughs> end quote. I don't know how... Well, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I don't know how bouncing tits or having your cock flop around and almost get caught in a fucking bike tire. Oh, wow, that got Sitting on your balls. Like, yeah. Or sitting on your balls for a good bike ride helps oh, us out man. with cycling safety and dependency on oil. But hell, I'm game. I'll look at it. I'm sure they're really out of breath by the time it's all over. Exactly. I'm telling you. Well, most of the time when everyone's naked, you do get out of breath. That's what happens. Especially the brother with the, you know. Well, the brother balls, with the, well, the, well, first off, the brother with the giant cock can't even ride the bike. Yeah. That's the sad part. Yeah. He's got to watch out getting it caught in a sprocket. Exactly. Rip it right off. It's called fly. the spokes, not the sprockets. The sprockets that part yeah, down yeah, and exactly. spins. Well, what do I know? I don't have a giant you, cock. You couldn't get on a bike. I couldn't get on a bike. Tied around I've the lost, handlebar. Excuse me. I've lost a considerable amount of weight. Yeah, but when you were a kid, you couldn't get on a bicycle. Unfortunately, no. in your dick, too. No, when I sat on a bike, it all became a unicycle. Yeah. <laughs> One half went up, the other, the wheel came out, everything was fine. Wow. Joe, are you ready? <laughs> you yeah. ready. Hot button topic number four. <laughs> so meaty. Yeah. So meaty. So meaty. Thank you. Uh, to add on the ongoing debate, you know how we talked about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis not washing the babies and sure. talking about not showering right. and shit? They washed their ass. No, they washed their ass. No, they washed their ass. They didn't wash. They they didn't shower often. What do you mean? They didn't shower. What do you mean? They were very European. Joe, remember the show that you're on and we asked this Q&A of the day? It was how many times do you actually shower and do you shower every day? And everything. Remember that whole conversation? Yeah, okay. So, mm-hmm. But see, you didn't remember the question started with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis saying that. Now, we move on to another person that is usually topless and sweaty. Ooh. Ooh, Matthew that? McConaughey in the news going on the defense, pointing out that he does all not. Right, all right, all right. Thank you, Warren Bubb. He doesn't. Warren Bubb playing the part of Matthew McConaughey on the show tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does, Matthew McConaughey does not wear deodorant. Ah. All right, apparently he hasn't worn deodorant for decades. I'll bet you clean pores. All right, for decades. Hold on for one minute. Alexa, how old is Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey is 51 years old. All right, for decades. He was born on November 4th, 1969. Okay, 69. Of course he was, that oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, the fact of the matter is, though, decades, you have to figure, at least like when he was up to 10, he probably had to wear deodorant. So for 40 fucking years plus, yeah. he hasn't been wearing fucking deodorant because he says a man should smell like a man. Well, you know, also, not for nothing, but uh, B.O. Is, is dished out in degrees. I mean, certain people... People don't have. I heard that you have a bo in bo. Uh, well, certain people don't have <laughs> bo. I mean, you know, me personally, I do the arm check. You know, you put your arms on the and then you can make a slip and find out if you're okay. <laughs> All right, you're it smells like Paul Abdul's ass. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. There's. You're a stupid cunt. Suck my dick. Yes, Billy. Now, there's a lot of people that don't wear deodorant because of the chemicals that are in it, which oh, yeah. interact with you, thus causing you to smell even worse than what you sh- 
would normally give off. You know, I don't know if they make it anymore, but there used to be this product called five day deodorant pads. Right. You only use them every five days. Right. I mean, personally. Do you, by the way, have this? Can we all stop for a second? Joe had to think about how many days. Mm-hmm. He just went five day deodorant pad. You have to use them. One, two, three, five days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. Go ahead, Joe. Continue, please. I think that's right. <laughs> I can't count without taking off my no, shoes. What I'm saying is, you know, deodorant in the past. I mean, he's today, not going to stop, Billy. Don't tell me he's going to break. He's not going to shut up. Well, you, know, Go ahead. <laughs> you asked me a question. I got <laughs> I know. Right, 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 right. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> you know. No, if you use your deodorant every day, first of all, you get dry armpits, which is very uncomfortable sometimes. Right. It, it yeah. changes yeah. the odor and, and everything and the, that comes the out, blocks, pores. The, uh, of, of the degree of what we consider okay is changed. I mean, guys now, even guys now shave under their arms, you know, get rid of the hair. Uh, and I'm old school. You, you got the bush? Well, I ain't got no, but I don't grow. I never grew hair like that on the mountain. You never grew hair? On the nah, not not like that. Like yeah. you see some of You're not braiding nothing. Yeah, exactly. Well, nothing. You, you don't look like you have Whoopi Goldberg in a headlock. No, yeah. what I'm trying to say is a lot of guys now that shave their bodies. They shave right. their balls. You know, you know, I shave my balls. Who well, doesn't shave their balls? That's exactly what I'm trying to say. But yeah. back in 1957, if you shaved your balls, you were finok. Oh, a little funny. I mean, women didn't even shave their puss back. No, of course. Yeah. And that's coming back, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Women bush, women bush blood is coming well, back. I think it's sexy. So it's All right, let's do, can we do the final story? Because then we got to hang up on Warren okay, and yeah, we have to go, go to break because Joe's going to cry. Billy's going to cry. Everyone's going to bitch that we went over on the show. Okay. And I don't want to hear about it. Joe, hot button topic number five, Joe. <laughs> So meaty. Yeah. All right, so how about top This, by the way, might be the new thing. Fuck that other thing. We're going to do this. I like this. Hop on topic number five. Here's a story. A British hoarder tried to answer a... a British who? Uh, no, hoarder. Oh. Tried to answer the question, what can Brown do for you by burying his apartment in beer cans and poop? That's right, and poop. Uh, there you go. Okay. Was that Paula Abdul's head? <laughs> Barbara. I pull up do poop. Paula Abdul poop. That's American Idol shit. Um, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> smells like deodorant. The bizarre home decor was discovered by a maintenance worker who called uh, to the empty place uh, when an unnamed man went on a tour more than a year without paying rent, cleaned up the man. Freddie Gillum Webb says that he... Almost got knocked out by the smell. So oh, I can it, it was just like uh, Ricky in the in the lobby of the Waldorf Astoria. Yeah, sure. uh, got knocked out by the smell when he opened the door and was stunned to see an entire living room filled with beer cans, a stash numbered at least six thousand cans in all. Oh, and what got worse when he walked around the place and found a kitchen strewed with half-eaten kebabs. Moldy loaves of bread on the floor, uh, and a bathroom tenant that was completely overwhelmed and covered in five-foot-high piles of shit. Holy shit. And the <laughs> toilet was just filled up with shit on top of it oh as well. Uh, that was Paula Abdul. Yeah. Paula Abdul's summer home, everybody. Been, yes. Uh, <laughs> says, he he a said condo in Miami. The cleanup man said he went through over a hundred trash bags, ten bottles of bleach, and of course, a never-ending job. And we'll never let Paula Abdul rent here again. 
All right. And that, Joe, big finish. Joe, big finish. And that was your WTF news. There you go. That's totally fucking disgusting. That's totally oh, fucking yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Mm. You know, there, there, there are some people like that. Have that you know, yeah, they, yeah, them hoarders and shit. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, they'll wipe their ass when you put the tissue in the toilet, man. Yeah, Throw it on the side of the fucking yeah, toilet. Yeah, like, come on, yeah. man. You don't see Nasty War- shit. Bro. You don't see Warren Bub taking a shit like yeah. that. I'll tell you what. And, and, and you know, after no, a couple no, of no. years of that shit, the place stinks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't, I couldn't be in a room. It was five feet of shit. I couldn't do that. I had a landlord once that yeah. um, her drain kept getting stuffed up, the clog or whatever. All right, enough about her pussy. We have to talk about the show. But she was talk. She wanted us to shit and wipe our ass and put it in the garbage bag in the bathroom. I told her, you fucking crazy. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that yeah, shit. That's you know what happen. I'm saying? No. Yeah. My, everything hey, that come out of my ass go in the toilet. Yeah, get yourself a plumber, lady. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Fix your pipes. Get a, get a bidet, Billy. Get a bidet. Yeah. Get a bidet. <laughs> or step into the shower like a man and there take a dump. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. Thank you, Warren. Uh, thank you for calling in the program. I'll talk to you later, okay? Honey Pookie Pie. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Brother. Ladies and gentlemen, Warren Bub. Yeah. Hey. Give him a fart Take too care, on the way out the door. Alright. If we don't listen, everyone shut up, crowd. If we don't take a break right now, Billy's gonna fucking cry, and I don't want to see a grown man cry. Just told the story about five pounds of shit and Billy fucking didn't utter a tear. But now because we have to go to break, he's very sensitive about this. So let's do this for Billy, everybody. 718-577-1389. It's the Ham Radio Show. We'll be right back after these words. throw up. Words. Movies that don't suck. Make yourselves comfortable, gentlemen. I think that faggot figured out who did it. Oh, what gives you that idea? Oh, what are you going to tell him? Oh, let's see. Uh, you're sitting in the assembly with a saint's head in your lap. Now tell him you found it in a box of Cracker Jacks. No, that's no good. we got to think of something better than that. All right, I got it. Listen, this is what we'll tell him when he comes back. Well, tell him we don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Oh, well, how's he going to argue with that? Come on, Caesar. We're going to get killed. I've got a note. Oh, sure, listen to him. He's got a goddamn note. What about the rest of us, huh? We're all in this together, you know. Hey, Dom, we did it for you, you know. Yeah, I appreciate that. I will appeal to him as one human being to another. I'll reason with him. Oh, sure, you're going to reason with a grown man in a dress? This has been Movies That Don't Suck. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode, as well as past shows, on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. 
party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. Is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. It is the sixth duty to respect performance Billy, just nod your head. Am I supposed to be doing a live read here? Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. What, Billy? That would be, yeah. Oh, good. All right. This portion of the program brought to you by DallasNovelty.com. That's DallasNovelty.com, where sex is for everyone. That's right. All you got to do is go right there to the website and check out this AVN award-winning fucking place. Because literally, if you like sex, and who doesn't, all the stuff is there for you at your fingertips. Anything you want to buy, dildos, penis enlargers, it doesn't matter. They have it all. Check it out at Dallas Novelty. Dot com. Now it's time for the WTF News. No, it's not. What the fuck am I talking about? Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up. I gotta stop drinking fucking whiskey before I do the show. It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley. Saturday Night Live cast member Horatio Sands is being sued by a fan who claims the comedian groped her at an event fully knowing she was underage at the time. As for where, what day, and what time the trial will start, I'm guessing it'd be... Live from New York! Viacom's taking legal action against the owners of a restaurant said to be a knockoff of the Krusty Krab featured in the Nickelodeon series SpongeBob SquarePants. In violation of a number of the network's trademarks, lawyers feel they have a solid case and are prepared to sue their bikini bottoms off. Actor Kevin Costner gave his stamp of approval on the renovations Major League Baseball made for the 30-year-old Field of Dreams set in Dyersville, Iowa for the upcoming White Sox-Yankees game. And thanks to potential floods due to global warming, it can also double as a recreation of the set used in Waterworld. And that's the Hollywood Rockin' Wrap-Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rockin' Wrap-Up. It's the Ham Radio Show. Again? I know. Like a bad rash, we come back again and again and again. 
the last half hour of the program. Actually, 20-something minutes, because we're fucking over. We're in the home stretch. We're in the home stretch. 718-577-1389. Billy made a face when they were talking about that Kevin Costner thing. That was obviously an old Hollywood rock and rap, but what are you going to do? Really? Yep. I do also want to bring up, am I the only one that didn't give a fuck about the Field of Dreams? Well, you know, I, I sort of didn't give a fuck, but I sort of did. I thought it was really nice that, that it's still there. Right. You know? That part's but, nice. But it being there was not my point. My point is, why do we act, it's a movie. Yeah. Right. Why are we acting as if they, when they walk through the cornfield, it's an actual, like, they're coming through a different dimension. You're literally in a cornfield, fucker. Yeah. But That's see, all you're doing. If you notice, we're we're just dumber and dumber and dumber. So like we base everything on movies and books. Now sure. we don't go with real life. We go with fictional bullshit, Absolutely. and we try to live that way. That's right. The yeah. only uh, imitates life. I think the, Rambo is real. The only good <laughs> stuff that like First I, Blood was real. I, I watched somebody game, and the, the last inning was cool. You know, the Yankees go up, and then they no. the hometown local you know team. The Chicago comes back and wins it. You know, yeah, I mean, no, that was lost. That's the that, was nice. <laughs> that was you know, nice. That was nice. Like, it had like a good build up. Like, yeah, Bing. All right, they talking about doing happen. it every and year. Boom, now. They are. They got a game next year. I think uh, Cincinnati and oh, don't recall who, but it, they they're doing it again next year. They well, they didn't actually out. play on the original Field of Dreams field. They, have, no, they, they built they, another field right, with like um, fifty thousand people. <laughs> no, they don't put fifty thousand. It's only no, like uh, eighteen to twenty or something. And yeah, it's supposedly it, what two hours to get to the area, something like something. that. Yeah, because yeah. it's in the middle of a fucking cornfield. Right. Right. Well, they played this shit up. They had them coming out the damn bushes yeah. and all. That's yeah. what I'm. But that's what I'm talking about, Rick. Like, they they walk out of the bushes like everyone. First off, in the movie. Yeah. Second, like, let's be fucking honest. First off, in the movie, when they come through the bushes, they come through the cornfield, not the bushes. But when they come through the cornfield, they're coming from like heaven, right, or a fucking another dimension. Well, where, well, yeah. and then they come through the fucking thing, and when they cross off the field, they get old again. Mm-hmm. Which understandable. That's exactly what happened to the Yankees. That's why they lost the game. They got old again. <laughs> yeah. But I don't. I'm Mickey watching. Mickey Mantle came out. I, I, I just didn't understand what the fucking hoopla was. Lou Gehrig came out and he was perfectly fine. I'm telling you. Uh, he went. He passed the third baseline. Yeah. It was like bang, ten thousand again. Casey Stengel was managing. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the guy that we fucking talked about with the plane crash? Thurman um, uh, Munson. Munson. Uh, Munson showed up in his plane. Yeah, he cropped us at everybody. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to see those guys again. I wait. I do. Have, I do. I do have another sports thing because I watched that. Uh, did anyone watch the thing on uh, Netflix about the mouse in the palace? No, did you watch that documentary? Okay, I know a lot about it. Yeah. Though, it, yeah. First off, I still actually saw the game. First off, when you watch this, you don't know who to root for: the players or the fans, because there were a bunch of fans. They go after the one guy that actually threw the cup. And by the way, if you don't know what the mouse in the palace was, you, number one, you're retarded. Two, the mouse in the palace, there was a altercation yeah. between Ron Artest and everybody. Right. That was in, that, <laughs> in the palace at Auburn Hills. Him and Ben Wallace. Yeah, but, but that really is not really what... That, it, that was but between it, the two of them. That doesn't yeah. even have any justification or... 
Isn't that when he Oomph came out? compared his... to what happened when, mm-hmm. when Meta World Peace. Right, I was oh. going to say, is that when he came out as that? No, after the fact. When Meta World Peace got hit in the face with a beer. Somebody yeah, lobbed a beer. Yeah, he, was yeah. Laying, he was laying on the table. Now, anyway, he's laying on the table. And if you watch the documentary, I, here's the one part I'm going to give Meta World Peace there. And uh, don't worry, I will call you that, even though you're fucking Ron Artest. Okay. Uh, Meta World Peace, lie- he said he lied down on the table because he was told by his shrink, because he is mentally fucked up, mm-hmm. um, that he was supposed to wait five seconds before he did anything. Okay. So he had to, so he lied down, you know, laid down right on the fucking table. Right. Count to ten. Count to ten, and then before he wanted to kill somebody. Pins during- and needles, needles and pins. Yeah, during, yeah, yeah. during his. Moment of Zen as he meditated on the on the timekeeper's table there. Someone lobbed now this other asshole the, the guy because they, they give out the name, they've interviewed that guy. Mm-hmm. Right. The guy that threw the fucking beer and lobbed him in the face. Now when they, they go through like just hours upon hours of footage and find they found this guy during the time frame, and that guy didn't give a fuck. He was such a festering asshole. So now yeah, you're mad at him. Too, when you watch this, you're mad at him. You're mad at Ron Artest for fucking Rick. every goddamn excuse that he gives throughout this whole fucking thing. And then what did he do? He fucking left their asses and went to the Lakers mm-hmm. and got a goddamn uh, fucking championship. championship. Mm-hmm. So he pretty much fucked them. And then even when he was on the Lakers and talked about it, he said, you know, I ran away from that problem. He, he got interviewed and said that. He literally ran away from that issue. They didn't want him there anyway. They didn't want him there anyway. Well, they didn't want him there anyway. If you watch the thing, though, they didn't want him there anyway because leading up to that, he was such a cunt. He was always in shit. He, he called out always. the best part, Joe, because mm-hmm. they're giving you the precursor to that game, okay? Yeah, yeah. He called out because of a death in the family, right? Goes, I need a couple days off. I had a death in the family. Yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Goes through the whole thing. This motherfucker shows up at the Source Awards giving out an award because he had that hip-hop career that never went fucking anywhere. Yeah, really. Because Meta World Peace was a piece of shit. That's right. Literally could not fucking... You couldn't have scripted a better villain for the NBA at that point. You had Dennis Robin being the guy that was all weird and everything. Magic Johnson, the guy with the smile, got the HIV. Larry Bird, the great white hope. This motherfucker, Ron Artest, literally is the villain of all villains in this scenario. Because when you watch this, you don't know what the fuck to make of him. Because all he does is give excuses. Literally sits there on the couch in his million-dollar home and is telling everybody, well, I'm not the, you know, I I, I don't count the ten. I don't do, I just, I don't, I just go, boom, I start fighting everybody. That's an, just because you, that's the type of guy you are, Mm -hmm. doesn't make it fucking accurate. It doesn't make it right for you to do. Yeah. Like, he, like, literally, he, he has no remorse for this shit. And then there was a bunch of other guys. And I trust me, I'm sorry, I'm not the basketball guy here, and I'm not even the Steven sports guy Jackson. here. The one dude that flat out said, he talks to the interviewer, and he goes, this is the last fucking time I'm going to talk about this. Yeah, Stephen Jackson. Is that Stephen Jackson? Mm-hmm. Huh? He goes, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the guy with the cup. I'm not going to talk about this anymore. This is the last time I'm going to fucking talk about that. That motherfucker literally defended our test. That's why he was there fighting with the crowd as well. 
Because he said, I just, I'm so loyal to a fault. The same way Joe says I am, the same way. Where I'm loyal to a fault and I will get into a fist fight with you. I, even if I don't like you motherfuckers, if someone were to come after my show, of course, I'm going to fight with you guys and defend you. Know I mean, like, that's me. But the fact is, so I understand that rationale of, you know, we ride together because that was the first thing he says when he comes back in the tunnel. Where he's like, we ride together. We fucking, you know, we're brothers. I gotta, and then fucking Ron tells him, then he goes, I'm leaving. And he goes, that motherfucker. He goes, I feel like shit right now. Cause then he went to, there was court dates and trials and everything because there was assault cases on this. Yeah. The one, the one fan, (coughs) the one that supposedly he came down from upper deck because what happened was they were losing. Uh Right. So what happened is the people that had the tickets were left. left and they, so then everyone down. came down, and then what Reggie Miller was talking about is that everyone got drunk off their balls, mm-hmm. and that's what like lit the fucking you know the, the fucking fuse. When that guy threw the beer, it was already a hostile environment because you're talking about the fight between Ron Artest and the other guy. It was already there. Mm-hmm. All right, Detroit and fucking the Pacers did not like each other to begin with because mm-hmm. of what happened a year prior. Mm-hmm. I get all that. But when you watch this, you don't know who the fuck to root for. You don't know who the fuck. Because literally a lot of them, there's like one or two. And I don't even know. You could probably help me out this, Ricky, because I don't know the guy's mm-hmm. name. There's a dude in there wearing a suit, if you watch the trailer. There's a dude in a suit that goes, he goes, yeah, they went after us, yo. And they're fucking, t- like, oh, hockey. Now, this is where Billy's going to jump in for a second. Hockey, they fight every fucking game. They don't punch <laughs> the fans. Actually, if you go back into '79, yeah, but that's the different. Bruins that's Bruins climbed yeah. into the crowd, okay, pulled shoes off of people, okay, and fucking <laughs> smacking them around, okay. And shit. But those guys were assholes, and they something happened from that, right? Okay, yeah, they, they yeah, were suspended that, for like three. But games. this guy is trying to defend the fact that they fought fans, yeah. and they're going, no one comes after hockey, and they fight every fucking. They don't punch the fans, though. See, they, see, there are intoxications. I'm is, sure that's happened, but yeah. I'm just saying they don't happen all the time. This yeah, is this is my thing with that. First yes. of all, some of these fans are outright fucked up. They yeah. are. Okay, and I'm like, I don't agree with jumping in there to fight the fans and shit mm-hmm. like that, but a lot of them step over the line. Mm-hmm. So now you have a guy used to play for the Indiana Pacers with the yeah. New York Knicks, then Antonio Davis. Okay. okay. And he's playing... And there's a motherfucker up in the crowd harassing his wife, yeah, his wife yeah. and his mother. That's a little that's talking a little, about trying yeah. to put their hands on. He jumps in the fucking crowd yeah. because you're not protecting my fucking wife. No, there's no mother. security. Mm-hmm. So I gotta go up in there and do this shit, and now I gotta get suspended yeah. for games because I I jumped in the crowd. I, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing agree with, with you, but yeah. you know. In my era, part of the part of the game was harassing. Mm-hmm. You know, right, you used to, you used to go to a ball game and you know, kill oh, me up, you, you can't fucking hit you, you know, fucking yeah. bum. You, yeah, we you get all that. Bums. I'm yeah. saying, but Verb- verbally you can, but when you you're doing start, something against somebody, you don't start yeah. trying to attack someone's wife. Uh, I totally right. agree, mother. Uh, none totally of that bullshit. There's, there's a limit. That, whatever. There's a limit. Yeah, you don't go there and don't throw shit at people. You don't try no, to hit them with the, shit. That, you're assaulting yeah. somebody at that mm-hmm. point. But now you go to a game and you start that shit, they throw you out of the game. Yeah, well, not, not always. Not, not, not always. always. Because like last year when they started to let fans back into places and stuff mm-hmm. like that, 
People were out of control. They're like, oh, I spent all this money to come to the game. I could do whatever they want. And they were throwing yeah, shit. Yeah, you can't. See, that's yeah, the difference. You can, you can say whatever you want. You can. Yeah, you can. For the most part, for the you most can. Part, you can. But when you start threatening motherfuckers, it's a difference. And yeah. I'm like, if you spit on me, yeah. that's your, I'm jumping in the fucking crowd. Don't yeah, spit but that's on different. Me. That's mm-hmm. totally different. You know that's assault. Saying? That yeah. is assault. The moment I spit a loogie at you, if I fucking go to put touch you, if I throw my popcorn at you, if I yeah. fucking splash water in your face... That's assault. No matter which way you so look at it. So basically, the Hall of Globetrotters should be on trial. They should be arrested. The they should have got death row. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, back, Get Curly in here right now. Back in the day, it was the catcher's job to harass Sabata. Right. Oh, absolutely. Like, you can't hit fucking mother. What the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. up here? You should be in the minor league. Yeah. That's, that's all sorts of shit. That's all, that's all that's within the game. Do. Yeah. Did you, did you, do, you, do you have any fucking new pictures of your wife? Yeah. You want some? Yeah. That's that's, that's like what that. they do. You know, hey, I fucked your kid last night. You fucked his kid last night? Well, that you was your thing? And, and you know, the crowd uh, screaming the poor, and cussing at poor you. Poor kid. Get all that. Yeah. But like I said, when you start throwing beer, yeah, cups of beer, that. spitting yeah. on people. It's assault. Well, it was the one that used to throw batteries at them or something. Uh, they... A they lot still of places do that. Yeah. you get that. Yeah. Puerto Rico was big with the batteries and yeah. shit. In wrestling, too. For the wrestling stuff. Like, if they you were... Yeah, you a battery could fucking hurt you. Yeah, that, oh, that was shit. the thing. Yeah. They, 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 they used to say it was, uh, it was hard to play the outfield because guys would you know, yeah. throw shit at yeah, you. Yeah. They'd try and miss a play. They would like yeah. throw a bottle of water at you or something. Yeah, but see, that right there is assault. My thing that, is when yeah, you no, say yeah, shit. Agree, yeah. Yeah, when you say shit, it's different. And now, by the way, when you're watching the Mouse and the Palace, get it right now. It's on Netflix. Watch it when you get home mm-hmm. um, or after this show. You know what? Fuck that. Pause us right now. Yeah. Go watch it. And then come yeah, back. We'll wait. Let us know. Um, but, but the other side that is Ron Artest was a fucking ass. Ron Artest was an ass. That's what I'm saying. Always in some shit. I watched this thing. I don't know who to root for. And then on top of it, they also point out there was because the, the, they interviewed the cops too. They interviewed the cops that got involved. And literally, so two things happened that I got to bring up. One, there was supposedly like the, the the cop goes, we had three cops. For sixty thousand people, he yeah. goes. We were un, we were unmanned. They, they they play the nine one one calls, where you hear like the people the, the the people on the phone like get down to the palace. Like the yeah. operators trying to talk to me, like no, they're killing each other. Get down to the fucking palace now. Don't tell me you have people on the way. Get down here now. And they just like hang up on them yeah. because they're flipping the fuck out. And then on top of that, uh, the best one was the the Reggie Miller. Because he was injured. Yeah. The, the, the cop didn't know who the fuck Reggie Miller was, pulled out a can of mace, and was going to mace Reggie Miller, who was in a suit on the court. Missed the Indiana Pacer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's a, the one guy, the, the, the other, the, the, the loyal guy. What was his name? The one I just said. The guy yeah, that said he was Jackson. loyal. Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson literally has the one of the best lines. He goes, how the fuck you don't know who Reggie, ja- uh, Reggie Miller is? <laughs> he goes, how the fuck? His face is all over this goddamn fucking, all over TV, every goddamn, how do you yeah. not know who Reggie Miller is? And Jermaine O'Neal was involved in yeah. the shit. Whatever. So oh, there was tons of people involved. Yeah. They, they, and then Daniel Stern came out and fucking suspended everybody after that. I mean, it was just, it was just, you gotta watch it, cause I'm See, not a sports guy, but that's the shit in sports that I'm interested about. But, but that again, I'll watch. With sports in general, there should have been something done about Ron Artest years, years ago. ago because yeah. he was, all oh, he was doing a lot, he was a very dirty player. Yeah. Or elbowing people, knocking motherfuckers out, man. I mean, he elbowed motherfuckers right in, in the, the fa- temple. Yeah. 
Yeah. And all kinds of things. He knocked out, who was that, James Harden? Knocked him out. Billy, he's asking you because I sure as hell I think it was know. James Harden. Yeah, knocked him out, man. You know? So th- he was a very dirty player, man. Yeah. But he took he took the pressure off of Kermit Washington. Remember Kermit Washington? When he knocked out Rudy Tomjanovic and broke his face? Oh, yeah. And he never worked again after that, man. Uh-huh. It, it, you know, Ooh. the man ended up working some bullshit job because yeah. he lost his NBA job behind that shit. Well, there you go. You got to be very careful yeah. about what you're doing yeah. in the public. The man was running in to break up the fight, and he turned around and snut hit him. Boom. Mm-hmm. And broke his whole face. Almost killed him. Put mm-hmm. him in the hospital and shit. When you watch the documentary, you also see a lot of, like, the fan- fans came down uh-huh. and, like, fought motherfuckers on, like, the one where, um, meta world peace, uh, where Ron Artest punches the dude in the face, they took that guy out in a fucking stretcher, and he got fucking in deep shit because when the, when the, the legal side comes into play, they literally go, you came down from your seat. You went on the court with your fist clenched, as in, I'm going to fight Ron Artest now at this point. Well, there you go. How do you not, like, and, and then when they interview that guy, and he's like, oh, they fucking, they really did, they fucking fucked with a lifelong fan, and they fucked me out of shit, and murder, and you're like, you stood, you put yourself in. You literally, I'm going to bring the mic to me again. You literally. Put fucking squared there. off with Ron Artest. Yeah. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? It wasn't going to give you literally. Candy. Like you stood there, like uh, it, it's like if I stand in front of Ricky, fist up, ready to go. Ricky, uh, can we just talk? Yeah. Can we talk this out, please? Mm-hmm. No, Ricky's going to probably try to hit me. <laughs> but hey, that's normal behavior. But didn't he run past the guy who really hit him with the bear? Well, yeah, he. Th- he that's what happened. That, yeah, yeah, they because they explain. Start beating up the wrong guy when they show. The, Joe, give me a give me a slide whistle in D minor going down, please. Oh, okay. That's the beer flying across. There now, what Reggie Miller says during the fucking uh, thing is he goes, "It's like it was meant to happen." Like it was, it, we all watched the beer from the fucking court <laughs> in slow motion. You could see it. Joe, give me one more time. Slide whistle. Okay. It goes like this. <laughs> and hits fucking Ron Artest in the face. Yeah. And then Ron Artest, quicker than a fucking hiccup, yeah. gets up and makes it. He makes a beeline to the exact spot yeah. where the fucking beer was thrown. Although... The best is that the guy who threw it literally is on the he's on the now in the aisle way. Yeah. Ron Artest makes yeah, a beeline. No, he man. starts beating the shit out of the wrong guy. The other guy that threw the beer grabs Ron Artest and goes like the kind of German suplex him. Uh-huh. But the best is when they interview him on ESPN or whatever the fuck they interviewed him to begin with. That guy goes, "Well, what did you feel like uh, when you saw Ron Artest uh, passed you and went to the other guy?" He goes, "Fucking relief." Yeah, really? He was straight up. The guy was a no feeling asshole. He's like, the guy's like, don't you feel bad that the other guy? Goes, no, right. That's- I I feel great. That guy got his ass kicked. I didn't get fucking nothing done. Like you have to, it's it's just hysterical. It's like you watch this and you get again. You don't know who to root for. I did something. Somebody else got the blame. Yeah. It, so like that's fine. Now, I saw the game, so I remember when the shit first yeah. happened. Yeah, I, 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 well, I, I remember. See, I didn't. Wa- I watched it that night. Well, no, yeah. the coverage for the rest of the night because that night 
was all that fu- that's yeah. all that was on the news. Mm-hmm. It was this happened. There was a melee oh. and people were killing each other. The malice of the ballast. All right, now to to Joe's point about everybody taunting. Yes. Oh, that sucks. This is stucky audio, yeah. and the game was almost over. Yeah. And, and what 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 is, right, what is this trying to be? All right, that was from what Slapshot where Dunlap's like going after the other goalie, okay. telling him your wife's a dyke. Yeah, she licks pussy. Blah blah blah. I know because I <laughs> fucked her last night. Yes, you know, and that causes the guy to flip out. Yeah, you know, and as like one they, would, they would do shit like that. Yeah, you know, it wasn't but say, nothing new. But the, that's saying it, dude. I know for a fact. I have gone to wrestling shows with Billy. I have gone to wrestling shows with other people. I have sat in the audience and talked shit to wrestlers to their faces. There is a difference between that and jumping the the guardrail and putting my hands on somebody or throwing a water in a wrestler's face. It's the same thing. You are a fan. You have paid your money. You have paid your fucking to get your ticket. You have the, you have paid to rent that seat. For, for the amount while. and the length of the program, whatever it is, that's it. That's all yeah. you do. <clears throat> and you have the right to say whatever you want. Now, Not they also... Wait, hold on. Let me, let me rephrase. They also have the right to throw you out mm-hmm. for saying something that they have deemed crude or lewd. And yet again, it is. It's censorship. Do not get me right. wrong. You could say, your mom's a fucking cunt, Da-da-da, whatever the fuck the player is. And literally, if someone in that section goes... Section, yo, two, 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 one, two. You're fucking out of here. And they bring security, and they, and they have every right to throw you the fuck out of a game. I used to get, like, really, Belligerent. really, really good seats at, at the garden oh. for hockey games. I go to a playoff game, I'm like seven rows from the ice. <clears throat> yes. Gabe starts, boom, Washington scores without one nothing. It was, I yell out, wake the fuck up. Mm. Some fucking curmudgeon with the suit and the tie and, yeah. and all of that Screw turns me, around and he's like, "You can't say things like that." I'm like, "You do realize we're at a hockey game and yeah, like you, know, you just within I mean. seven seconds they gave up a goal. They're down. Yeah. We got to win this game." Yeah, and like he looking at me, he goes, he gets security. Fortunately, like the guy knew who I was, and he's like, he looks, he's like, "No problem," you know, like, but like you know. Some people take it too far. I I know know what you're saying. It's part of the game. If you're into the game, your emotions are hard. There's passion. I got some fucking players out. Seven seconds into the game, but they're down, and you need this game. You're going to be upset and yell. But I do agree with Ricky. You can go too far. Yeah. You know, you yeah. you, you can. I mean, if I know, was. certain things that you just shouldn't, shouldn't say. Yeah, because like I if, cuss players out. Yeah, if but I, see. Uh, that's I, okay. I, yeah. That's part of the But see, there is no difference between the two, though. If you, if you, you see, here's, here's my problem. Because now we're getting into uh, semantics here. Yeah. If you're, if you're a fan, and Ricky's pointing out that you can curse a fan, you can curse a player out and do whatever. What's the difference between but, Ricky saying, like, your mom sucks dick, and that's the no, fucking curse. No, not that. But what I'm saying is it's still a curse, is my point. So it oh. comes down to what someone else deems offensive, like you Billy's know, curmudgeon it, in the tie. You shouldn't play baseball on a high school team. You know, that's, yeah, that's shit what like you that. do. That, see, that's it's, things like I say, what the fuck? Tasteful. What the fuck are you... You know, watching this game is like watching somebody eat a shit sandwich. Yeah, you know, yeah, stuff but now, like that. Now, what, I'll say now, things like that. But here's the problem. You're not in a the, professional. In the world that we live in, Joe, shut the fuck up. In the world that we live in... People fucking can go, well, I eat shit sandwiches. Now I'm offended. 
Throw this guy out. And literally, you get dumb fucks like that to throw you out of the game. See, now, like, I could see it's a playoff game. Everybody was hyped. Yeah. Except, like, the red seats that for a long time were notoriously fucking shitty seats. Because mm. it was all people that were in businesses that had no clue what was going on. Yeah. Now, if I was in my seat, they scored, they gave up, I jump up, say I went down and started banging on a glass, yelling and screaming at him. Then I could see them, like, getting upset and like going, all right, you got to go, you know, and security moving me along. I, I, but just I, yelling I from you, my if seat. You, if you keep was, the insults not on a personal nature, it, but on their performance right. uh, or something like that, because let's face it, no one should say but, a personal thing to somebody. You don't know the right, man. Right. Yeah, but see, right. here's the problem. There's no guidelines in that respect. It's, see, that's it, what I'm saying. It's We're, just, you should, you should have you, you a shouldn't do that. Of, you should have, you shouldn't be an asshole. Of, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a given. taste like amongst you. yourselves. Yeah, I know. My oh, yeah, because you're not an asshole, Joe. Cussing them out <laughs> about as far as the game is concerned. Right. The, the but you start talking about their family, saying things yeah. about their mother, <clears throat> that's, that's not, saying really not, derogatory shit to them. No, now what are you? I'll say <clears throat> things within the game. Yeah, you know. What if you go uh, like, "You suck like my sister." Now I turned it around. Now it's about my sister, but I'm still saying he sucks. Is that okay? That's a boy. That just means right. she can't right. play the game. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. dribble balls like my sister sucks cock. Like, what if you say something yeah. like that? That's not right. That, I'm just saying. But is that okay? I'm still saying well, the same say, thing. My sister hits a longer fly ball than you do. That's yeah, what I'm right, saying, yeah. though. Do you? But that's what I'm saying. Are you still saying something? If you, if you turn it and make it about you and your family, is that okay? Who knows? That's my point. I'm well, asking. Some people might actually find it funny. Others might not. It all. Are we you know, leaving? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. It's I guess the thin, show's over. It's a thin line. It really is. Yeah. It's a thin line. Opposite from Joe's belt. That's uh, true. Anyway. I want to thank Brian. Thank you. I want to thank uh, Brian Dunkelman for being on the program. Uh, Outstanding interview. You can check that out at hammerleoshow.com, of course, <laughs> and uh, wherever the fuck we're syndicated. Also, free speech is never silent, so always speak the fuck up unless you're at a baseball game. Uh-huh. Don't say shit. <laughs> unless it's about your sister. Uh, if you're going to fuck that chicken, make sure that, that chicken uh, didn't work with Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> on that note, or take a shit with Paul Abdul. <laughs> and on that note, I say AMF, my friends, and that means adios, motherfucker! The Radio Show is a production of the Unfiltered Radio Network and is broadcast live from the Bunker Studios in New York every Wednesday from 7.30 p.m. till 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on hamradioshow.com. All material heard is copyrighted by the Ham Radio Show. Any reproduction or rebroadcast or retransmission of the show's material without written consent of Ham Radio is strictly prohibited.